Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CAPITAL200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 Moneyline wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. But I think the development of full artificial intelligence... It's a flying object, and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. Internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. That's that's what we're expecting to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground. Troubled Minds Radio, 
I'm your host, Michael Strange, and this is the show where we get together and talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. We do that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific time. That would be 10 Eastern. And what are the things we're not allowed to talk about? You know, aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. This show is live. We are streaming live on Facebook, DLive, YouTube, Periscope, and we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And we're taking your phone calls tonight. As always, as part of this show, part of the transparency process, part of trying to not be like everybody else, a part of uh, trying to include you in the conversation, all of this rolls into one little detail. Yeah, that's right. Taking your phone calls. You can reach us at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037 at troubledminds.org. I did take last week off, so if you guys are wondering if this is actually live, this is actually live. It's August 9th. 2021 and uh it's monday and what's up happy monday guys and what is going on so we are taking phone calls at 702-957-1037 troubledminds.org is the official website you can find the phone number right there on top you absolutely cannot miss it if you need anything from troubled minds you want to find the podcast social media anything go to troubledminds.org the phone number's there the discord link is there and well what is a discord link let me explain no no too much. Let me sum up. A Discord is a chat program. It's a voice program, and it's how we do this show, basically. Uh, this show is, um, uh, well, I, call, I like to call this a crowdsource show, right? Uh, this, is, this is always the dream in starting something like this. And way back in the beginning when we'd stream late at night, uh, we used to start like, like really late, like 10 p.m. Pacific, <laughs> like that, and kind of stream through till midnight or one in the morning. But uh, we, we've kind of uh, backed it off a little bit, got a little bit earlier. But back in the old days, when we used to stream uh, super late at night, uh, nobody would listen. I mean, you know, uh, you guys know who you are. There's a, there's a handful of people out there that heard what we were talking about way back when. But uh, the point of that is that uh, we've had the phone number and the dream and this entire show running to be exactly this, to, to the point where we've got tonight, to, to the point where we've got today in this current, current iteration of what Troubled Minds has become. And it is not just me blabbering into a microphone, though I can do that. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm, not, I'm not a pro at it, let's say, but I am better than some. And uh, that's just the way it goes, right? Because nobody's perfect. But... I always considered and figured if we get enough like minds together and we talk about things, then we don't need experts, do we? I mean, we don't need the book tour. We don't need to interview people that are trying to sell their book every six months or eight months or every year. We don't need that same circle of ufology people that kind of come in and out and say, well, nah, I don't think so. I changed my mind because I'm selling a new book and this is what my new book's about. No, we don't do any of that. We like to include you. And if, uh, again, if you want to be part of the show, that phone number is on troubledminds.org. And, of course, you can click the Discord link. Discord is a, I think I just had to join the Discord. I just forgot that I didn't, but I, okay, now I'm in. <laughs> but anyway, all right, so that's what's up. That's what the show's about. That's the open source of uh, the wisdom of the crowd. And so that's why we do this live, to take your phone calls. Because, as always, I, I've said this a lot, and I'll continue to say this, I could just in a vacuum, just read the script into a microphone, and uh, and that's it, right? That's kind of it, and and then just 
send it out to the world and you, you like it or you don't, right? There's no immediate feedback. There's no chat. There's no, there's no anything, right? Except, you know, maybe you get some hate on social media later. How, what fun is that? No, not quite as fun as this. But anyway, so what we're going to talk about tonight as a part of that whole aliens, conspiracy, paranormal thing, I've got a conspiracy for you. How about this? There's been chatter in the past regarding the possibility of life on Mars. That's right. Actual life on Mars. And so there's some new information that came out today. And actually this week, there's some, some notable Mars news that we're going to talk about that uh, some of this stuff, life on Mars goes back to the late 70s. If you guys are maybe old enough to remember that, or maybe you, you dug deep enough into the mythologies that be to, to realize and understand that as things change, well, maybe old discarded ideas from the past can actually become the truth in the future. And the reason I say that, and the reason I bring it up, and the reason we're talking about Mars is because there is. There's a whole lot of new evidence coming out of Mars recently. We've talked about uh, methane on Mars and the seasonal changes. We've talked about uh, you know, possible microbes in the, the Martian soil, things like this, right? And, of course, you know, we also have Ash on the show from time to time, and he's you know, a reptile on Mars. Well, of course, that's tongue-in-cheek and parody, but, uh, well... Don't make me say it again. Point being is that uh, there have been some claims by notable and respected scientists in the past that have stated and said straight up, I think there's life on Mars now, currently. And well, as these uh, theories kind of bumble and roll out, uh, I'll, uh, I'll let you know where I'm thinking about this, why I'm, why I'm considering this, why we're talking about this tonight. As you know me, we're not going to just... Uh, Usually, we don't just hip shoot and pull something out of the ether. We're looking at the news. So let's check this out. Now, this is, uh, I'm going to link this in the chat. As always, you guys can follow up on my sources. And you can, uh, you can uh, again, you know, if they're BS or whatever, that's fine. I, I, I appreciate uh, honesty and all the rest of that. So if you, want, if you want to tell me I'm full of it, well, there you go. There's the source. This is from the New York Times. Uh, let me, <clears throat> as I try to hold back the gag in my, my gag reflex, uh, <laughs> just saying the New York Times. But uh, anyway, uh, they seem to be uh, nice folks in the news business, I mean. That's really what I meant to say. That's the PR version of this. But okay, reported by the New York Times, this is just this week. This was August 4th, 2021. And Gilbert V. Levin, who said he found signs of life on Mars, dies at 97 years old. God bless him. 97 years is a long time, and uh, many of us won't make it there. So God bless him for that. And also his work determining what is happening on the red planet. And, uh, you know, oddly enough, uh, lots of speculation, lots of interesting things have come out of the, uh, you know, the, the whatever they were, like the Viking missions, which is what this guy was a part of, or, um, you know, the Mars rovers or the, 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 the helicopter that's up there now. And also some other news. We'll get to that in a little while. But there's, some, there's, some, there's a whole batch of Mars news again. And a lot of it has to do with actual life which is odd. It seems like we're right around the corner, right? Everybody talks about disclosure. Everybody talks about uh, these things happening, right? Like, you know, everybody wants the aliens in the cave living in the Mojave Desert, right? That's what everybody wants. But I think, you know, if we're going to get actual scientific disclosure, you know, 
whatever the heck that means. Uh, it, uh, I think it'll come from, uh, from, uh, you know, a scientific discovery like this, like, uh, so, you know, the, the Mars reconnaissance orbiter picking up something and then, you know, maybe the helicopter checking it out and then, right. That's probably what this is going to come from. But anyway, I digress. Let's read just a little bit of this article from the New York times and yeah, rest in peace to, uh, to Gilbert Levin because yeah, again, right. These are, these are pioneers. These are people that actually put put uh, put information out that is important to uh, humanity in in the long term. So let's read just a little bit of this. So Gilbert V. Levin, or Levin, I think it is, whose experiment on NASA's Viking mission in the 1970s seemed to suggest that there might be life in the soil of Mars, died on July 26th at a hospital in Bethesda, Maryland. He was 97 years old. Um, so most planetary scientists dismissed Dr. Levin's conclusions but he remained steadfast that his experiment had operated as designed and that no one could offer a plausible alternative explanation. Over the years, scientific opinion has become more receptive to the possibility that life could have arisen on Mars and maybe even persist there today. Yep, straight from this article by Kenneth Chang on the New York Times, and yeah, Interesting, right? How back in the 70s, we're talking literally the, the uh, what was this? The Viking mission, the NASA's Viking mission. They said that they determined that there should have been life. And this guy stood, stood by his findings and his science his entire life and said that nobody else had a good, good way to refute what he was talking about. So, yeah, interesting, right? So let's just read a little bit more of this. Uh, so most planetary scientists, I think we just read that. Uh, so uh, in, in their experiment, right, food for microbes was added to samples of Martian soil. And the or, uh, let's read the whole thing. Half a century ago, the notion of sequencing the genomes of living organisms was a fanciful impossibility. So Dr. Levin and another investigator, Patricia A. Strat, S-T-R-A-A-T, proposed a clever way to test whether the soil of Mars contained any microbes. NASA agreed to fly their apparatus on the two Viking spacecraft, which were launched in 1975. That's right, 1975. And which both successfully landed on Mars the next year. In their experiment, food for microbes was added to samples of Martian soil. Hear that? Food for microbes. And the organic molecules in the food contained unstable carbon-14 atoms. The idea was that if microbes digested the food, they would produce easily detectable radioactive carbon dioxide that would rise out of the soil. Dr. Levin called it and the labeled, uh, he called it the labeled release experiment because the carbon dioxide had been labeled by the carbon-14 atoms. And guess what? Wouldn't you know it? This is exactly what happened at both Viking landing sites 4,000 miles apart. So, 1976, the Viking mission on Mars, and this individual is saying, well, it seems that this experiment suggests not just life on Mars in the past, but life on Mars currently. Weird, no? Isn't that strange how it gets kind of just tossed to the back of the truck and nobody really talks about it? I think it's strange. I think it's odd. I think that uh, this was disclosure in 1976, was it not? Microbes on Mars, not fossils, none of the rest of that, actual life on Mars, current 
life on Mars. Weird, right? I think it's weird. I think it's interesting. And I think that uh, it's unfortunate that uh, they didn't give this guy the accolades he deserves. Because I think coming up very soon, they're going to find some information that probably corroborates what this guy was talking about. Way back in good old 1976. I feel like I'm in a, a, a Back to the Future movie, right? Like getting the time machine and go back to 1976. And then back to the future. And unfortunately, back, to, back in this future, this individual passed away, Gilbert Levin. So, uh, again, the Viking missions, and they found, they found evidence of life. And this guy, again, he, he had concocted this, this uh, experiment because it's what they had at the time with the technology they had, and it corroborated his, his actual idea in both Viking landing sites, 4,000 miles apart. Interesting, no? So other samples were then heated to 320 degrees Fahrenheit to sterilize them. If microbes were generating the radioactive gases, there should have been no gas rising from the sterilized soil. That, too, is exactly what happened. Weird, no? <laughs> Weird. So not only did, did he have an idea to test for microbes on the Martian surface, his test determined that they were there. And he had a fail-safe, just in case he had fooled himself, right? That they would heat these samples to 320 degrees Fahrenheit, the soil samples, which should, of course, kill any microbes in it, and then comp uh, actually just repeat the same experiment with the samples that should have had dead microbes in it. And guess what? It didn't happen. Those get those the gases didn't happen. The same things that happened four thousand miles apart on both Viking missions. Suddenly, the failsafe actually worked. It seemed like if you sterilized the Martian soil, that you weren't getting the same result and the signature of Martian life. Nineteen seventy-six, guys. <laughs> like what, what in the world is going on so uh, i don't know it's unfortunate that uh, we find ourselves talking about this stuff after the fact and this this poor guy is not going to get the accolades he deserves he just passed away 97 years old like i said it's a long life and uh it's a good thing but uh the bad thing is way back in 1976 this guy should have been lauded as a hero he should have had more people on his side maybe explaining why or why this could not be and there's a whole lot of uh, a whole lot written about this. As a matter of fact, there's a there's a a whole article here on blogs.scientificamerican, uh, written by actual uh, Gilbert Levin. Uh, Levin, so I think it's Levin. I'm going to say Levin, uh, but here we go. Yeah, alien life. What's up, Paul? I see you there. I see you there in chat. Here you go. So this is uh, this is something he wrote back in October of 2019, and we talked about it then. And what, what happened with it then, when, when we first discussed it, uh, to me, I was like, okay, this is kind of a, you know, a strange anomaly, right? This is a curiosity. This is, well, you know, wink, wink, curiosity, rover style, right? But uh, I don't know. Uh, I think that, uh, I think it's just, it's a shame. It's a shame. It's a shame that he's got all this evidence. He, again, go ahead and look at this and, and, and look, look at all the things. On July 30th, 1976, the... The uh, labeled release, Life Detection Experiment, returned its initial results from Mars. And amazingly, they were positive. Right here. Right here. Straight from the, the blog that this man wrote. And uh, I don't know. why. So why does science just kind of cast this off and say, nah, 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 nah. I mean, are we seriously waiting for aliens to land on the White House lawn? Is that what this is all about? Is this about, uh, you know, the, the fact that he was maybe 
not in the right political circles in the universities. I don't know. What is this about? I think this is the stuff that kind of irritates me because, you know, we're told to trust the science, are we not? Well, look at this. Is this not science? They tasked this guy with sending a scientific expedition to Mars, which he did, and it turns out, according to every amount of data he pulled and got back from the Viking missions in 1976, that there was life on Mars. Then, which means currently, microbial life. Now, the reason I thought of this and brought this this back into the news, a couple reasons, unfortunately. Uh, Gilbert Levin passed away this week. And also, see if I can find this. Uh, I'll find the article in just one moment. But the rover that's on Mars now is actually digging rock samples. All right? So, as you know, <laughs> there's, there's a little bit of weirdness going on with this. So if you guys haven't been paying attention to the news, this is what happened. They've got this rover up there, the Perseverance rover, and it's supposed to be digging rock samples on the surface of Mars, right? And so, of course, that would be able to, they'd be able to put it in the little lab laboratory that's up there on Mars right now with uh, the Perseverance rover and maybe determine that microbes are actually there currently, right? Maybe, so they're looking for, they're probably looking for fossilized microbes, right? Uh, evidence of fossilized microbial life. That's what they want, right? That's probably what they're looking for. So the other thing was, uh, was this. Uh, they dug this hole, and if you can see it, I'm going to actually, if you guys are looking at the stream, I'll just make it full screen so you can check this out. And uh, all right, so they dug this hole. They actually, they got the, they got the drill working and they dug this hole. And they're like, okay, so this is a, a hole dug on Mars. They're pulling out samples from the, from the ground. And what do they get? What do you think they got? Yeah, that's right. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Now, now there's a mystery. <laughs> now there's a mystery. So we'll talk about this as we continue tonight. But there's more. There's Mars News with this. There's Mars News with uh, Gilbert Levin passing away, who actually had discovered and decided that way back in 1976, there was a current life on Mars. Now, what's going on with that? Like I said, isn't it strange, isn't it unfortunate that some of these discoveries that were discoveries, that were notable, important scientific discoveries, get brushed aside? And here we are, what, 40, what is it, uh, 40, 45, 44 years later? I don't know. Uh, I don't, you tell me. Like, what, why does this get pushed aside? Why, why do they ignore this guy? And instead... He, uh, right, like now, now they're going to come around and they're going to find him, right? They're going to find his actual microbial life. And it feels like it's just around the corner, does it not? If you pay close attention to the news, there, maybe, maybe that's what all this uh, actual disclosure hubbub is about. It has very little to do with uh, little green men and it has everything to do with microbial life on Mars. So I don't know. A lot of this kind of, uh, it irks me that, you know, we talk about science and trusting science and all the rest of this stuff. And, se- and unfortunately, uh, back in 76, the science suggested strongly even that there was life on Mars then. And not, again, not fossilized, not ancient remnants of life, actual life currently. And so, you know, we've talked about on this show in the past, the methane cycles of Mars and the rest of this stuff. 
So I don't know. The, the interesting thing to me is that so uh, clearly I think I think if you, if I was a betting man, I'm not. I live in Vegas, but I'm not because if you if you're a betting man and you live in Vegas, you don't live here for very long. But if I was, I would put money on there's been life on Mars all along. And not just microbial life, interestingly. What lurks beneath the soil? Do you think there's larger things happening down below, not just microbial life? Do you think maybe there's actual Martian insects or something larger down below the Martian soil? I think that's the fascinating question to me. What's going on down there? And so, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about this hole they just dug on Mars. We'll talk about some of this stuff and some other news that, that's coming out of the Mars scene, right? I guess it's a Mars scene now, right? It's a Mars scene. <laughs> What's up? Fred wants to know, what are they hiding? It's a good question. That's a hell of a question. Or uh, what are they continuing to be ignorant of? I think it's a, yeah, I don't know. Is it a cover-up? Is it ignorance? You tell me. I don't know. I don't know what the answer to this stuff is. I like asking those questions. But what do you think? The, the question for you tonight, as we continue thinking and talking about this, do you believe that there's life on Mars? And it doesn't have to be little green men. It could be microbes. It could be insects, Martian insects, or, I don't know, Martian fleas. You tell me. I don't know. But it seems in 1976, Gilbert Levin said yes. You know how they say ancient astronaut theorists say yes? Well, that's a nondescript group of people. I'm going to say this. In 1976, Gilbert Levin, a notable scientist, respected in his field, asked the question, is there life on Mars? And he said yes. If you love this type of conversation, don't go anywhere. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. We'll be right back. Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org That's HelpJewsNow.org Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we're streaming on Facebook, DLive, YouTube, and Periscope. And we're broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. We're taking your phone calls tonight. We're discussing life on Mars. In 1976, Gilbert Levin decided through scientific 
proposal that life was already there. So what happened with that? He just recently passed away. And why did that story disappear for 45 years? You tell me. That's the question. That's what's on my mind tonight. Is it so serious that the cover-up in question could be very much so that the PR disaster to humanity will be alien life? And that seems strange to me. But then again, we're dealing with sociopaths that run this joint. And when I say this joint, I mean this planet. And well, if you can believe in something other than themselves, something maybe alien, it seems like maybe that could be the conspiracy involved here. Am I right? Is it possible that the mere existence of extraterrestrials would, in small portions, start to break down faith humanity faith in the elites faith in the leaders looking to hear from you tonight what do you think what do you think about this premise what do you think about life on mars and what do you think about troubled minds it's all good we're looking to hear from you on all of those things of course as i say that the phone number dies but that's all right i'll call it back but we are taking your phone calls if you want to be part of the show 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 and you can be part of the show that way or you can join the discord at troubledminds.org click the discord link and uh, we'll put you right on the show simple as that just jump in the caller queue and uh, we'll put you on also i'm reading all the chat so if you guys have an interesting chat you want to toss up there i'll try and incorporate it into the show if you don't um, then well that's okay because we're taking phone calls so you can do both but uh, if you if you haven't joined the fringe chat as well please join that uh, fringe.fm slash chat and that'll give you a direct invite straight to uh, the fringe discord so trying to read all the chat there and keep up with everybody and uh, yeah what's up Lily says our desert is red looks like Mars <laughs> and it does look like Mars she's got some pictures in the discord and there you go that's what I'm talking about there's been some speculation actually that we're not you know some people believe space is fake and that whole thing, and they say that uh, it's, it's all staged, and, and these pictures from Mars are not actually pictures from Mars. They're from, you know, Canada somewhere, or from the, the Mojave Desert or something. So I don't know. I don't know. There's some weirdness there. But uh, again, what do you guys think? I'm not, I'm not the answers guy. I'm more the guy here just kind of asking the questions and stirring the conversation, because that's what we do. So one more time, 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org, and you can uh, hop right in and be part of the show. Okay, let's continue. Now, I w- before we went to the break, I was talking about this drill thing that just went down on Mars, right? This, it, they actually just finally, and, and I say this literally, we're just barely scratching the surface on Mars, all right? If, if we're to believe everything we're told, that's what's happening right now. And uh, so the Perseverance rover started digging, actually digging on Mars. Anybody watch uh, Skinwalker Ranch? That whole debacle with the digging. You're not supposed to dig. You're going to disturb whatever's there, right? Maybe, maybe on Mars, they're going to disturb whatever might be below. <laughs> or maybe not. I don't know. But it is fun to think about those possibilities. Am I right? I want to see something, some sandworm pop out of the, out of the Martian soil and eat our rover and catch it in real, real uh, HD <laughs> HD video. That'd be amazing. But uh, that's what I mean. So who knows what's actually going on up there. But uh, let's, let's check this out. Now, this is from C- CNET. I almost said CNN. See, see what I did there? Holy smokes. 
from CNET. I'm going to link this. As always, you guys can find the uh, all the links to what I'm doing just below, down below, and uh, we'll, we'll put you on the show. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Night Stalker says, the Martian old ones. Yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Are there actual things that lurk beneath the soil? Yeah, on Mars. So, okay. So anyway, uh, as... as Perseverance rover actually does scratch the surface here. Actually, literally, physically scratches the surface on Mars. This is what we get. All right. Phone line is good, guys, if you want to. Uh, if, all right. You're up. You're up. 702-957-1037. All right. NASA's Perseverance mission has been one of triumphs, but now the rover is facing a mystery worthy of an interplanetary Sherlock Holmes. Now, you guys may not have seen this, but check this out. This is a little bit nuts. Okay. A rock sample has gone missing. Yeah, that's right. A rock sample. So they have, on Perseverance rover, they've had problems actually drilling into the surface of Mars. They had that problem first where they weren't going to be able to do it. It's kind of been a weeks-long uh, sort of situation that's been happening with this uh, this technology, right? And so that's all fine. That's all fine and well. That's a good thing. But uh, they got it all figured out. And so they finally got this thing working, and they drilled into the soil on Mars. And yeah, guess what? Check this out. Straight from this article again. Let's uh, full screen this so you can see what I'm talking about. Uh, the rover successfully made its first drill hole in a rock on Mars with the intention of collecting a small sample and stashing it in a tube. The tubes are meant to be picked up and returned to Earth by a future mission, which we've talked about on a past show, whether we should bother doing that, whether it's a safe thing. But anyway... On Friday, NASA said data indicates no rock was collected during the initial sampling activity. However, this is where the mystery comes in. If you look at the photograph, clearly they drilled a hole. You can see the shadow in the photograph of the actual rover itself. And there's a hole. Yeah, right? They drilled down into this Martian rock. You can see the, uh, the uh, you know, the whatever... The, the crumbles of the rock, the sand, as it were, as it created, uh, uh, created the hole, right? I don't know. This is strange. So they were supposed to, as they drilled this hole, be able to collect some, uh, a sample, right? But no, that's not what happened. What happened was, you like that? What happened was, the sampling seems to go as expected, but the autonomous processes includes a probe check of the tube to measure how much rock is in it, Right? Quote, the probe did not encounter the expected resistance that would be there if a sample were inside the tube, said Perseverance Surface Mission Manager Jessica Samuels. The rover's Twitter account noted, yeah, that's right, the Perseverance rover has a Twitter account, another reason to join Twitter, guys. So the Twitter account noted this sampling enigma is something we've never seen in testing on Earth. Whew. Weird, no? This is a tweet directly from the Perseverance rover account. Sampling Mars is one of my most complicated tasks. Early pics and data show a successful drill hole, but no sample in the tube. Something we've never seen in testing on Earth. Mars keeps surprising us. We're working through this new challenge. More to come. So the plot thickens, does it not? But what does that mean? So they drilled into the rock on Mars. It was supposed to collect some rock samples and put them in a tube. Well, 
there's no rock in the tube. So what what's going on here? Well, there you go. There you go. Uh, let's see. Fred wants to get Ash to investigate. Uh, Matt says uh, trickster aliens on Mars. Yeah, right. Maybe. Maybe. What, what the heck's going on here? The rover team suspects Perseverance did everything right, but that the rock itself didn't behave as expected. Well, that's weird. The rock didn't behave as expected. NASA is continuing to analyze data and images to try to solve the mystery. Perseverance landed in the Jezero crater in February, and its first sample was expected to be met with celebration rather than head-scratching. The crater was once home to a lake, making it a prime spot for the rover to seek out signs of ancient microbial life. The sample attempt might not have worked out, but the wheeled explorer is equipped with 43 tubes, so the team will try again. Mars seems to be full of surprises, and the rover was bound to encounter a few hiccups as it travels across the red planet. So, I don't know. This is weird, isn't it? I think this is one of those things you can definitely classify as odd. So they drill into a rock, and they can't get a sample from said rock. So what happened? And so they're uh, considering all kinds of things. They're considering that maybe the the actual uh, rock itself was not, uh, or is of a composition that they have not determined as of yet, and instead of the the uh, the sample being pushed into the tube that they think maybe it got pressed down into the rock itself. So maybe the rock is not as hard as it appears underneath the surface. And again, who knows? Like, who knows what's going on here? But this is strange, right? This is weird. So we have the Perse- Perseverance rover. And so this is the plan. This is a long-term plan. We've talked about this. So it's supposed to drive all over Mars and pick up samples in these tubes. And 10 years from now, they've got a mission plan to go back to Mars and collect these tubes and then send them back to Earth. That's the plan. So we've talked about that on this show. Is, a, is, it, is it smart? Is it wise to bring possible alien microbes back to Earth? We did a whole show on that. But, uh, you know, you know my opinion there. But what's, what's, what's with the strangeness here? What's with drilling into a rock that is like, well, all right, now we can't get a sample out of it? I mean, it seems to be a simple thing, right? You drill the rock, it turns into dust. You pick up, you know, rock pieces and dust samples, and you, you know, put the tube in there and close the tube, and bam. But it didn't happen that way. So what the heck is going on? I don't know. I don't know. There's, a, there's just weirdness with this, and it makes me wonder, what is actually happening on Mars? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes and the Adventures of the Martian War by Doug Murray. <laughs> What's up, Night Stalker in the chat? <laughs> I'd never heard of that one. But yeah, okay. So um, there you go. There you go. Matt says they didn't do the math right to account for Mars atmosphere. And, you know, I think, I think there's some basic things that probably may or may not have happened, uh, like kind of like that that some of the things they didn't account for, but you got to expect that they're, you know, they probably did a wide range of testing with the Perseverance rover and, you know, and trying to figure out, okay, let's, let's incorporate all of the possibilities here, right? Just so something like this doesn't happen. And yet it happens anyway. I think that's the weird part. I, I don't think this is a simple miscalculation. I think that there's something strange happening on Mars. And uh, what's up, Sean? And on Facebook says Mars has trees and plants and dogs and cats. Well, maybe, right? Maybe underground? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. So anyway, that's, that's where this begins, all right? But this gets, this gets even more strange. Now, this, this next source is a little sketchy, all right? You're going to forgive me there because, like I told you, you guys can take the sources for what they are, and I am not 
uh, the guy saying this is 100% fact because I don't know the answers here. All right. But here we go. This is from planet-today.com. And by the way, we're taking your phone calls. Before I talk about this, I'm going to twist your arm. What do you guys think? Is there life on Mars now? What's going on with, bizarre, with this bizarre soil sample? Is it something like an easy miscalculation or do you think it's something... I don't want to say sinister. That sounds bad. How about something more mysterious? How about that? Do you think it's something a little more mysterious than just a mathematical miscalculation? I think that's the weirdness here of all these things and what's going down and why we talk about this. And I'd like to know your thoughts on this. Do you believe there's currently life on Mars, microbial or otherwise? And why did they ignore the Viking missions in 1976 that suggested exactly that, that microbial life was there? And what is this weirdness with drilling a hole into Mars, into a rock on Mars? And like I said, literally, we're finally literally scratching the surface of Mars. And then they have an anomaly. The very first time, like, oh, oops, how do we drill the hole but not get a sample of the rock? Doesn't that seem strange? Yeah. MJ says, when they drill for the rock, the rock disintegrated because it was too porous. And that could be right. That could very well be. And I think part of the question there is, uh, why would they have not, and, right? Why would they have not considered those possibilities? Yeah. It seems like a simple thing, right? You'd figure scientists would possibly not or, you know, be able to determine these things. I don't know. But that's the question. That's what I'm looking forward to talking to you guys tonight. 702-957-1037. Phone number's up on the stream. You can find it at troubledwines.org. Click the Discord link, and I'd love to hear from you. I am uh, had a whole week off, and we haven't had a phone call in over a week on Troubled Minds, so you can be the first one tonight, 702-957-1037. All right, so back to this. Now, th- there's some weirdness here. This continues. This is from planet-today.com, and I found three sources, all right? I looked because the thing is, when I find uh, something like this, I don't like people just making kind of wild, baseless claims and putting it in the news. I, I don't like that. It's, it's not good. However, I found three different sources that were seemingly drawing this from somewhere. So I'm going to go with this tonight. But I remain cautious, all right, just to put that out there. But here we go. This is from, again, unknownplanettoday.com. And the headline is this. This is from August 9th, 2021. Unknown force destroyed life on Mars, scientist says. Yeah, all right, all right. An international team of scientists came to the conclusion that Mars was previously inhabited, but an unknown force destroyed all living organisms on it, reports Space.com. Researchers analyzed soil samples from the Gale Crater and concluded that Mars was inhabited in ancient times. Five years ago, the Curiosity rover mined clay minerals that are very similar in properties to glauconite clays. These complex hydrous Okay, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take my breath just to say these big words. These complex hydrous aluminosilicates are common on Earth and form exclusively in stable ecosystems. The results of this study allowed planetary scientists to make the assumption that for millions of years, Mars was suitable for the existence of biological life. That is, living organisms lived there. Now, this is in the past, right? They're saying that, okay, life was there, and now, well, as far as we are aware, it is no longer there. 
So I don't know. Explain this to me. Uh, actually, the, the, I didn't catch it, but it says here that it was reported by space.com. I, I did dig around and I couldn't find this, uh, actually, the actual source here. There's some, there's some kind of sketchy ones that have re-reported this, but I'll try and dig up the space.com one in a second here. But, but the thing is this, right? So if there was actual life on Mars in the past and uh, they've determined that something mysterious destroyed it, some unknown force, what could that be? seems like the plot thickens right it seems like we got some more and more weird stuff happening here and uh, i don't know i don't really know the answers here but i don't but i what i do know is it seems like something strange is happening on mars and that to me is cautiously exciting <laughs> what is going on on mars and is there like i said is there more than microbial life that's uh that's a fantastic question uh so here we go uh so now the team of scientists is concerned about the following question what exactly caused the death of all life on the red planet and then the theory continues from there again uh I'll, did i link the source i think i did if i didn't i'll link it again it's right there. It's actually down below on Facebook and YouTube. All the links are already there. I'm ahead of the game these days. You can find the links down below. But all right, here's the deal. Now, here's the theory, is that when meteorites began to bombard the Martian surface, large fragments of the planet broke off and flew into space. So they're claiming that it was possibly like a large-scale meteor bombardment that destroyed ancient Martian life. And then as a result, well, some of those fragments flew out into space, and guess where they came? You guessed it. You guessed it. Right here on Earth. So it's a new theory. It's a new theory of what in the world is happening here. So some scientists are inclined to believe that life originated on Mars, and millions of years ago it migrated to Earth. They believe that millions of years ago, the red planet was subject, subjected to a monstrously destructive meteorite bombardment from space. Yeah, right. One of these meteorites was discovered in Antarctica. It was then that scientists came to the conclusion that these fragments never got hot enough to destroy the micro, microorganisms on them. Hmm. So does that mean this whole panspermia bit that uh, we're actually all Martians? How about that? How about that? What do you guys think about that one? Uh, in 2020, Japanese scientists were able to establish the age of bacteria found in a Martian meteorite. The alien bacteria were 4 billion years old. Researchers believe that it was then that the meteorite brought an extraterrestrial life form to our planet. Which, of course, brings up another great question. If that's true, in any capacity at all, does that mean that we're Martians ourselves? Hmm. Four billion years ago. That's a long time. They say that's the entire length of the evolution of our species. From the lucky mud to doing radio shows after the sun goes down on the internet. Among other things people do. But I don't know. There's a lot here, a lot uh, to, to consider, a lot to wonder if, is this real? Is, again, back to 1976 in the Viking missions, they, uh, you know, uh, Gilbert Levin said, hey, there's life there now. There's evidence of it now. And now these guys are saying, well, there's not life there now, but there was life there. 
So again, contradictory stories. It depends on who you ask. All that good stuff, right? Which makes this, well, worthy of a good good thought experiment, good discussion in my opinion. But I don't have any phone calls, so maybe maybe this isn't a good discussion. You guys tell me. 702-957-1037. We're taking your phone calls. Troubledminds.org. And uh, what do you guys think about this stuff? What do you guys think about this stuff? This is this is odd that all of this is kind of coming out again. Gilbert Levin passes away. He's the guy that ran the Viking expedition back in, uh, or sorry, Viking missions back in 1975 and 1976. And his experiments say that there's life on Mars now, currently. Not in the past, not billions of years ago, now. Well, I don't know. I'm not sure what this means. And if so, what's going on with this uh Perseverance rover trying to dig into the the rock and not able to grab a sample. Weirdness. There's a lot of weirdness here, but I don't know. What do you think? Is it something something as simple as a miscalculation by NASA, or do you think there's something more mysterious afoot? And that's the question tonight. And um, more questions, of course. Do you think there's life on Mars at all? They say that there was a... (laughs) There it is right there. There it is. That is the comment of the night. MJ says, from a mud flipper to a politician so uh some a mud from a mud flipper to a poo flipper <laughs> a poo flinger <laughs> uh, yes all right so that's what we're doing tonight we're discussing mars and this weird stuff that's going on do you think it's weird or do you think i'm in my own head now do you think it's like come on michael strange give it up there's nothing weird they just messed up and they're going to try again it's going to be all fine the next time i don't know uh, that's really what we're thinking about. That's what we're talking about. And uh, we have some weird synchronicity with the, right, Gilbert Levin, Levin, sorry, dying this week, this very same week, they, they drill into a Martian rock. The very same week. And something mysterious happens because they can't collect a sample from said Martian rock. And they don't know why. Hmm. <laughs> weird yeah so i don't know there's more here we're gonna i'm gonna try and find that space.com article i couldn't find it earlier because i didn't know where to look i think i know where to look now but what happened they said something happened catastrophic that ended all life on mars and it broke off chunks of the planet and life ended up here instead what do you guys think about these theories and what's going on i don't know you tell me if you want to be part of the show, this is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Give us a call at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. I'll put you on the show. Talking about Mars, life there, and did it originate life on Earth? More coming up after the break. Don't go anywhere.
finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Broadcasting live from a secret bunker just off the extraterrestrial highway. Somewhere in the desert sands outside of Las Vegas. From somewhere in space time, loosely labeled Generation X on planet Earth. questions of you in earnest into the digital darkness good evening and welcome to troubled minds radio i'm your host michael strange and hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds what's up guys this is the show where we talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about we do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. And what are the things we're not allowed to talk about? You know, aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. We are live. We're streaming on Facebook, DLive, YouTube, and Periscope. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM, a digital radio station. Shout out to Joe Roop back in Arkansas, getting things put back together and getting getting us back to where we need to be. Appreciate you guys uh, letting us hang out on Fringe. Met a lot of great people and uh, having a hell of a time doing it. That I mentioned we're live. Do you want to be part of the show? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we'll put you on the show. We're talking about Mars tonight. Uh, let's see. What's this individual's name? I was about to say Gilbert. I don't think that's correct. It is. It is Gilbert Levin, who said he found signs of life on Mars back in 1976. Has passed away this month. Or this week, actually. It happened this week. And not only that, there's other bizarre Mars news. So we'll get to that in a sec. But we got calls. So let's go to the phone calls. Let's go to, uh, we're going to go to the phone lines here. You're on a Trouble Minds with Mike. What's your first name? Where are you calling from? Oh, hey, Mike. This is uh, John from North Carolina. John, how are you? What's going on, my friend? 
I'm good. How are you, man? Uh, doing very well, thank you. Uh, what do you think about this crazy Mars stuff? Do you think I'm spooking myself out, or do you think there's something weird going on up there? I I, I have my own opinions on on Mars. <laughs> All right, go uh, ahead. But no, uh, I I don't know if you already touched up on this or anything uh, earlier on, but uh, I came in a little bit late. Um, but I don't know if you talked to the, uh, anything about the the asteroid belt or like how there might have been like some sort of, to my understanding, some sort of planet was there at some point in between Mars and Jupiter. I heard you talking about like, you know, there was some sort of cataclysmic event that may have led to like, you know, Earth being populated or primordial soup or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. So no, we we didn't talk about that planet, but yeah, there is. So there is a theory that suggests there was a planet between the two, and it got smashed somehow, and that's what the asteroid belt is. Uh, so what do you think? Do you think that has something to do with the Mars stuff, or? Oh yeah, definitely. I think that uh, it was actually. I mean, from stuff that you know. I mean, I'm no expert, but you know, I like to look up stuff and and speculate. And from stuff I read, it's it's. You know, it, apparently Mars was a satellite to a much larger planet. Some people believed it to be a, a water-bearing planet at some point. You know, a much larger-sized planet. You know, and you could also... Also, when you look at, like, Mars, it, it has, like, evidence of, like, you know, scarring mm -hmm. and all sorts of, like... I mean, it looks like there was something there at one point, you know. It sort of just washed over. Yeah, there, there's a guy on YouTube actually. But, uh, he, he goes by the name uh, Real, the Real Jimmy Roberts, and uh, he he actually speculates that there was an ancient civilization on Mars, and he's kind of looked into a bunch of the the actual photographs that have come back, and he's pointing things out, saying, "Look, guys, these are not natural rock structures. There was something going on back then," and so oddly enough, the information that's now coming out from uh, Space.com apparently is that uh, they're saying that maybe there was life on Mars back in the day and some huge cataclysm, uh, the meteorites or whatever it was, kind of wiped it off and maybe sent some of that life to Earth. Oh, I, I definitely believe it. You know, I mean, I feel like there's a reason for myths and legends. You know, I mean, I believe that there's a reason why we call it the God of War. You know, so, I mean, there's definitely like... Like I, from, sorry, uh, I'm not used to being on. <laughs> That's okay. So. You got me, man. You're good. You're good. No sweat. But yeah, no, uh, stuff I like to usually look at talks a lot about, uh, Mars being like, uh, yeah, like you said, a precursor civilization may have lived there at some point. You know, some something that may have led to everything that ended up here on Earth. You know, other things like in like the Sumerian texts, I believe they they talk about like the Gigi may have been some sort of slave race to the Anunnaki, and they may have stationed them on Mars for whatever reasons. Um, I mean, I definitely feel like there's there's some sort of 
I mean, it's it's when you just look at it. I mean, there's it looks like it, there was a war there, especially the big scar on the side of, side of it. You know. Yeah, yeah, and so if you if you're not familiar with that guy, do check out. Uh, I'll I'll link to him actually in the bottom here when we're finished up. But the real Jimmy Roberts one, and he does exactly what we're talking about. He kind of goes and looks looks at these these like rocks on Mars and says, "No way, there's no way this is like naturally formed. Like condensation doesn't do this, wind erosion doesn't do this. This was a destroyed ancient civilization, and these are the remnants." So, and not only that, there's some weird corroboration to that, right? Joe McMonagall, I believe, with Project Stargate, uh, actually remote viewed Mars a million years ago. It was part of a trick to try and get him to throw him off the trail to see if he was faking remote viewing. And he came up with uh, something that uh, there was a civilization and a cataclysm there a million years ago. So I don't know, man. It seems like now that uh, science is coming around to that idea, they have different ways about how it happened, but... uh, some weirdness, right? Uh, I, I do. I'm familiar with your story of the the Anunnaki and the Igigi and Mars being the way station. We've talked about that a lot on this show. I get it, man. So, so how about this? Do you think there's Mars or Earth? Or sorry, let's <laughs> see what I did. I can't. I can't get my thoughts straight. Do you think there's life currently on Mars? I believe that there might be some subterranean, you know, under the surface living, you know, still remnants i mean if they were anything like us then they went underground when you know shit hit the pan or sorry i i don't i don't know if we can curse on yeah, let's, let's not let's oh, yeah not. thank you for catching that that's not okay yeah my bad you're good you're good you're good you're good all right sorry about that no it's cool all right yeah, so but no i mean like no when when stuff hit the fan you know I, i'm pretty sure you know if they were anything like us they probably had their elites and and they would have gone underground or you know or they could have been subterranean to begin with. Yeah, that's actually a good point, right? So what do you think would happen if something was going to be a catastrophe on Earth? Uh, we, Like uh, Elon Musk and those guys would be out, right? <laughs> They're like, all right, sorry, sucks to be you guys. Either, We're out of here. <laughs> yeah. They would either go to space or go underground. Yeah. I believe you know some of them with the companies that are trying to, like SpaceX and, and uh, was it Blue Origin? And what, Richard Branson, I know he's not, he doesn't have anything other than a space plane, but you know, the, the companies that are trying to like, you know, get off planet. Uh, they would definitely, uh, do that instead of, you know, trying to seek refuge underground. Exactly. But it's- most of the people are, putting all their, I, I would assume that most of all the, all the people on top are putting all their eggs in a doomsday bunker basket. Yeah, so you know what's you know what's strange. Uh, just having the conversation tonight, it it made me think of this. So, if life originated on Mars, let's say four billion years ago, and then got dumped over here on Earth because of some huge cataclysm on Mars, isn't it strange that we're trying to get back there? Isn't it strange that as as our world yeah. is under some duress and maybe imminent collapse, they keep telling us that uh, well, we're trying to get back to the motherland, <laughs> the mother planet. Got to return home, right? <laughs> so weird, man. Got to return to origin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes. no, I think that's like there's, there's something something that you know at least a part of us you know that doesn't try to like forget things that happened before you know. Yeah, kind of, and, it's like cooked into our DNA, sort of, right? Yeah. But Mars, uh, I just, 
Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're okay. You're okay, uh, bro. You're okay. So so you do think there could be life on Mars currently and definitely life on Mars in the past? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Sure. I, and, and you are also a first-time caller, are you not? Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for calling, man. Anything else right, we got you on the phone you. tonight? Anything else while we got you on? Uh, no. Uh, appreciate it. You're on a blank. Appreciate it. John <laughs> in North Carolina, call back anytime, my man. I appreciate you calling tonight. All right. Thank you. Have a good night. Thanks a lot, bro. You too. There we go. You want to be part of the show? 702-957-1037. Easy as that. We are live. It is two, or sorry, not Tuesday. I'm time traveling again. It's Monday night. It is August 9th. August 9th. So if you're wondering, is this show live? You bet it is, Daryl. I'm talking to you, Daryl. All right, let's go to, we got uh, Richard and we got Night Stalker. Let's go to, uh, let's see if we can go go to Richard real quick. Richard, you're on Troubled Minds. How are you, my friend? How are you doing tonight? Testing, one, two. Richard, can you hear me? All right, let's go the other way night stalker what's up derek in massachusetts all you have to do is unmute yourself there you go and you should be on how you doing my friend can you hear me is everything good loud and clear man it's so much better than than the phone line you sound so good what's up derek how are you beautiful (laughs) it's having a great show tonight thank you little mars we're in this action yeah we we got some there's some weird stuff going on right like it's it doesn't seem to be so easily explained as well they 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 flubbed the math that's why they can't drill into this thing and the guy in 1976 he must have been wrong and i don't know man something else seems to be afoot what do you think's going on here (laughs) honestly i have no clue zero clue like i i just like to kind of take in all the theories and and just see which one kind of sticks but as far as all this kind of stuff i like i'm not sure I, i like i just entertain myself with the weirder ones but like i follow uh like chris knowles and that kind of stuff and he doesn't think we can get to space at all and like the like the whole synchronistic group they they think space is just an altar it's all rituals we're not actually going anywhere but i also listen to richard hoagland on the weekends a lot and he loves the space the space pictures he's all about the, the faces on mars and the weird structures of mars and he spends hours and hours just analyzing all these weird uh like um irregular shapes like shapes that wouldn't be made in a in, in nature you know so i really don't know how i feel about it but my favorite theory is for like as far as what happened like i do like to think that there is some kind of uh there was a civilization back in the day and like the whole face on mars thing and the whole synchronicity with jack kirby predicting it in a comic and uh like just like sticking with the comics real quick there's a i read a few years ago uh john carter of mars versus mars attacks and the way they like unified both those alien species is that there's, there's this weird like interdimensional rift or some kind of like weird quantum flux that's like on a certain section of mars so that like once you cross a certain barrier you go from like busser and like the john carter universe to like the the um the mars attacks universe so like they had never they weren't aware of each other for like millennia until like something happened or whatever so i, I wonder sometimes if like there's something like that if there's like a more if they were like they got super advanced if like when they when they left the planet or when they were destroyed they were like unbelievably advanced and they tapped into some kind of like other means to avoid catastrophe like escaping into some like creating a barrier like some kind of weird barrier that we can't really like conceptualize you know what i mean 
Like there's your there's your biblical firmament. Am I right? Something like that. <laughs> yeah. True. True. Yeah. And like just like I don't know. What if you like? I'm not sure. What, like what if you couldn't? What if they couldn't get off? But I also definitely like the idea that there's something underneath the planet right now that like Earth l- l- populating the outside of a planet is like kind of foolish because like inevitably will be destroyed. Like the outside is going to get fried. Like whether it takes billions of years or millions of years or a couple hundred years, who knows that like most cultures probably go inside their planet. Um, which is interesting. I don't know what to make of the rock thing, to be honest. Um, the synchronicity of the guy dying is definitely interesting. Like some kind of weird Mars announcement couldn't like, I don't know. Now, now that I'm thinking about it, it seems like it's possible, you know, like I'm not predicting it, but, yeah, that, you make a good case. You know? Literally mere days from each other. So the guy, the guy yeah, that actually weird. determined that there was life on Mars in 1976 passes away the same week. Literally, the, I think it was the fourth or the fifth. And on the ninth or the eighth, they they released the news that they couldn't drill or they they tried to drill into this rock and couldn't get the sample back out. It is strange, right? Odd how odd how these these uh, calendar events seem to kind of coincide with each other. It it doesn't seem like yeah. it's. Uh, like it's a coincidence, does it? <laughs> and the, the uh, synchromistic part of me just says whatever the headline is, whatever the article is, it doesn't matter whether you believe it or not. It's important that they're telling you it. So, like, um, whether you believe that we can that Mars they're showing us is actually Arizona, or whether you believe it's all completely real, the fact that they're telling us that these two stories are combined, like in the headlines in the zeitgeist, under the synchromistic paradigm, is very important. So, like, it, they could be prepping us with some kind of like when when we were all expecting alien stuff a month ago, I, I wasn't expecting Mars, but who knows? Yeah, that could happen. August could be Mars month. Who knows? Yeah, but, yeah. Not little green man. <laughs> my favorite uh, microbes. Huh? <laughs> microbes. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now, go ahead. Your favorite. My uh, my favorite um theory though is like for their their cat their cataclysm is that like uh have you ever seen um Aquaman the DC movie with uh, Juice Momoa and stuff. No. Um, well, there's like one scene in it where they explain how Atlantis is co- like is collapsing, and they like flash back to these like scientists um, like experimenting with the trident, and like they show like the it this electric frying, it's like the air turning electric, and volcanoes erupting, and the earth shaking, and all kind of stuff, and everything just falls into the ocean. But like the way what they're really saying in that scene is like the elites of Atlantis were abusing technology. And like fried themselves basically and fried, fried, fried the grid. So, the way I think this is like an unbelievably abbreviated version of this, but like there's this ley line portal grid, which is like the framework of reality. And maybe the way and it exists on every single planet. And maybe the way the tra- tra- trajectory of civilization sometimes is that the elites get to a certain part, like spot in technology, like their technological prowess gets to a certain level. Also, while mixing with the occult, same as our current elites are doing, they're experimenting with these with the, with the grid, doing rituals, doing these certain experiments, all kind of stuff on these mystical spots, these nodal areas, these window areas, portal spots, manipulating them with the goal to be to collapse reality and bring in the old ones. But like it hasn't happened yet because reality still exists. So I think what Atlantis was was the same as what happened on Mars. Elites trying to do this, trying to, to crack the code and jail, jail, like jailbreak the reality. 
and they mess up and they fry their planet. I think that happens all the time. Well, if, if, if space is real the way we think it is, then I think that might happen like all the time on populated planets all over the place with like elites, you know? And that's like the one I think about the most, but I have no clue if like there's any basis in reality with, with that, you know? Well, I, I mean, I think, I think it stands to reason that given that, um, you know, we're in the nuclear age, right? And so yeah. we're still, we're still kind of uh, like, like we're, we're t- tampering with things that we don't fully understand. And it's, yeah. it's part of science. It's part of moving forward. But I think maybe, uh, like they say, like these civilization barriers, kind of like uh, uh, why, why they say that, you know, there's not life on every planet is because at some point, civilized life ends up destroying itself and i th- and i think you're probably correct there you know and we have the difference yeah, exactly. of, you know built over billions of years we have instead of you know like it takes you know of how many billions of years for us to evolve they say like the, just the different time frames on different planets like we're we're literally like half of a blink in like the mm. entire like cosmic spectrum just humans and so yeah it's possible that two million years ago, you know, not that far away, something like this was very similar and they blew themselves up. You know, maybe they created their own CERN and opened up the portal to exactly. where it goes where. <laughs> or, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, I think it's, it's like, it's, it's like this, it's this giant, like, again, this is unbelievably abbreviated and there's like a much better case for this, what I'm trying to say. But like, essentially, if you are aware of this, like, ley line portal world grid system, it, and you can like tap into the grid. You can control everything. You control the framework of like you can like it's like rain dances. How you can control the weather with these like natural movements on these sacred spots, just ramped up to the to the thousandth degree with the entire framework. So I think elites will once we were invested in the occult. This is a huge part of the secret knowledge that they keep from us. It's gonna it's happening across the board, and like with these attempts, like the whole nuclear age, the Trinity tests, and all that kind of stuff. It's to open portals. That's what they're doing. It's there's that's the main purpose of it. I think is is blowing stuff up, like splitting atoms in half, trying to trying to to get the tickets out of the game of whack a mole without playing the game. You know, by just trying to break the machine somehow and get inside or bust something out, like, essentially. But there's also like uh, the spirit. Like, I'm not sure if, even if they're still around anymore. But the the spirit science people. They were like huge in like the early 2010s and it's been like honestly 10 or 11 years since i watched this but they they made a, a full it's that like cartoon those short cartoon clips that were all on like facebook and youtube back in the day i'm explaining different like esoteric concepts and they made like a whole movie about uh about like the origins of earth or whatever and essentially like the earth body has like a has like a tree of life with like the with like the 10 nodes or whatever and each node is like represented by a different like um, but like ones of the Atlanteans and Lemurians and et cetera, different like um, races, I guess, or whatever species or whatever. And that after Atlantis collapsed, then like um, Mars like took their place. I'm it's been, honestly been a decade since I listened to it, but essentially, that like Mars knew they were going to be destroyed, and um, when like a spot opened up on the Earth tree, they climbed aboard. Essentially, was was a story that they were telling. And it was like really far out, and I don't know if I believe it at all, but it was kind of cool. And I figured I'd toss it out there if anyone knows what I'm talking about. Interesting. So I know we're running out of time. Yeah, it's okay. So kind of ping ponging life back and forth between the planets based on an allowance, like an allowance of life, right? Like a, all all the planets aren't allowed to be 
inhabited. Yeah. And it kind of fits into this same, the same thing we're talking about that maybe life started on Mars, got bombarded by this huge meteor storm, broke off chunks of the planet and brought life here, that whole panspermia bit. And so again, the full circle, Elon Musk headed back to Mars. <laughs> dude, dude. And possibly, and possibly bringing like some kind of war. Like I really forget the details completely, but I think they make the association with like there being like a warlike species of humans who actually have their origins in Mars. Like the reason why the military industrial complex has a grip over the planet the way they do is because like Mars took a grip over the planet after they blew themselves up back in the day. You know, it's like the abbreviated version of it. Interesting. But, Could you find that link for yeah. us and share it in the Discord? I, I will. I will. That. Thank you. Great show, my friend. Night Stalker, Derek from Massachusetts. Thanks for calling in. Always a blast. He'll be with us on Wednesday night. Am I right? All right. You're right. Have a good one, brother. Okay. (laughs) Thanks, you too. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. 702-957-1037. Don't go nowhere. More Troubled Minds after the break. Thanks, Derek. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. All right, welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Facebook, DLive, YouTube, and Periscope. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM, and we're talking about Mars and taking your phone calls. If you want to be part of the show tonight, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And there's some strange things happening, right? Uh, We have the individual that discovered life on Mars back in 1976. Yeah, you didn't know that happened, did you? He just passed away this week, mere days away from NASA describing difficulty drilling into a rock on Mars, right? And it's, at this point, a mystery and inexplicable. That's what we're thinking about. That's what we're talking about. Do you think there's anything to this, or do you think I'm spooking myself out? It's all good. As always, we're taking your phone calls, 702-957-1037. Let's do this. we got lots of calls to go to, so let's just get to them. Stop rambling, Mike. Go. Let's try Richard again. Uh, hang tight on the phone, guys. We're going to go to Richard. He's been waiting a bit. Richard from the UK. You're on Troubled Minds. Can you hear me, sir? Hi, Mike. Welcome to the show. What's up, my man? How are you tonight? I'm cool. I'm just having a bit of problem working all the devils out on the phone, you know? That's okay. Hey, man, it happens to the best of us. You're you're in now, so what's on your mind? What do you think about this Mars stuff? Well, I think it's, um, it's, oh, it's amazing. I mean, I've always had a thought that the moon was a filter from between Jupiter and Saturn because... We can only see a certain realm, and I mean it's it's closing as well. We're still not seeing what we should see. I mean it's not just clouds and gas and 
mists and what have you. But from Mars' point of view, I remember in the 70s, I remember seeing there was little microscopic little, they looked like worms that were slightly broken um, into little segments. Uh, because I'm an old man now, and um, I, but I remember the pictures they shown, and even at school in 1970-71, I remember where there was supposed to be moon rock were brought to school to my school in Sunland in the UK, which was just a town. Who the hell would bring a piece of stone? from the moon to a little, not a, a tiny little town in Sunland in the UK. And it was covered in a plastic bubble and we weren't allowed near it because of radiation. And then I remember watching on the television. I mean, I watched the moon landings live, but and I wasn't impressed. Yet most of me <laughs> kids in the school, most of me kids in my class were really, they just wanted to get near this thing, and I just looked at it. It looked like a bit of grey crap, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> Do you think? I wasn't impressed. So Richard, I was too busy looking at the girl's legs. I mean, <laughs> you know, uh, I've been there. I've been there, my friend. Uh, so let me ask you then. So, so you saw this live. Did you think that uh, it was it was fake in any time in your life? Lots of people think the moon landing was fake. Well, it was Do you think black it was fake? and white television in uh, uh, our time in in the UK at the times, and it was all bleep and bloop and all wobbly, and they were losing transmission and what have you. Um, my mum and dad were transfixed, and I was just looking at it going, it's, uh, well, I, I wasn't impressed. But even then, you know, it's, 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 I, I mean, I was, oh, I mean, I loved watching rockets taking off. You sat in fives and what have you. I love watching them take off. But, um, that was about it for me, because I had Thunderbirds and uh, other things to watch. But as I grew older, and I looked at it, and I thought, hang on a minute, there's something not right there. Gotcha. Gotcha. It, hey, hey, Richard, I hate to cut you short here, because we got a, a whole deck of phone calls behind you. But uh, so oh, just a couple, well, a, a couple quick questions before, well, before I let yeah, you go. What I think is, yeah, well, do, what it is with the masking thing, I remember seeing in the 70s, uh, when the Viking landers went down, then they got, it was like microscopic, um, they looked like broken worms. And it had to be magnified so you could see them. Okay, so, so do you believe currently that there's life on Mars right now? Uh, I'm not sure, that's honestly. A, that's a legitimate answer, uh, man. I'm not sure either, to be perfectly this, honest. This, this planet is probably the one or 
this flat surface we're on, I don't know if it's a planet or a flat surface we're on, is probably, it, it is the giver of life, isn't it? Let's be fair. Yeah, definitely. I don't think there's anything so about if that. there's anything, anything out there that want to come here, you know, it's, oh, this place, even though we're going through all this crap at the moment, this is the giver of life where we're at. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. And let's face it, we're going to all think for ourselves at the moment. Amen to that, brother. Amen to that. And take the information as it comes and be willing to change our minds. Richard, you're a legend. Oh, of course. Thank you so of much course. for the call. We got you people take listening care, Mike. in the world. Richard from the and UK. people on this chat, yeah. Thank you, you my take man. Care, yeah. You too. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Thanks for the call. I'll be back in the chat. All right. Thanks, brother. All right. There you go. If you want to be part of the show, that was uh, Richard on Discord from the UK. That's why we have the Discord. It's an international thing, so the, the folks all over the world can call in and not have to worry about long-distance charges. Let's go to Daryl in New York. Speaking of long-distance charges, what's up, Daryl in New York? <laughs> Welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, Michael. Welcome. I'm uh, so happy to hear you live again on the radio. We've missed you so much this week. Thank you. Welcome thank you. back. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's good to be back. And good to have you. Um, I loved Night Stalker's call. That was, uh, he's just always full of just imagination stretching material. <laughs> he's so interesting. And he thinks the craziest things. I really love hearing his thoughts about these things. It always inspires me um, to what, uh, uh, like, just what's your imagination capable of? His is amazing. <laughs> Agreed, 100%. Um, but, um, I've been listening to uh, Watchers Talks. Um, they've had a five-day, like, uh, disclosure fest uh, with lots of interesting guests that talk on about a lot of different subjects, of course, and um, one of, there was a few that were very interesting this week that also made me think about some things. Um, one of them was somebody that was in Africa that was studying these uh, human bones and human skeletons. I didn't hear the whole thing, but apparently some of them were the size of like a mile high, let's say, something that's that large, you know, walking our planet, which made me think, you know, we wouldn't fit on every planet. Um, you know, the gravity has to be a certain way. Uh, we're just a certain size. And I'm thinking if anything was a mile high, they probably lived on Jupiter. And I was also listening to somebody else that said most of these planets have been occupied, which, you know, it's possible if you have the uh, ability to travel, you could probably planet hop, especially if you know where the portals are and the technology which I don't think we have yet, but I think perhaps we're going to. So with that in mind, you know, that solves a lot of dilemmas like the pyramids, you know, who built the pyramids. If they're a mile high, you know, hey, that's like uh, Tinker Toys, you know, to build a pyramid. You know what I'm saying? That could have been just their play, their playground, you know, for a giant, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, agreed. And I, I think, I think, oddly enough, yeah. when you when you think of uh, civilizations in these long cycles, right, kind of like the long count Mayan calendar, that sort of thing, the Baktun, as it's called, like we're we're kind of nothing. Like this is nothing. Like we we, we yeah. with all our technology, all the things we think we know, like we kind of don't know crap about things, do we? And so think about even a longer count, like we're describing life maybe coming from Mars 
to here billions of years ago. And then now, like I said, this bizarre synchronicity of us trying to go back to Mars. It's, it's so strange. Like, talk about a, a really long cycle of things, right? That's just nuts. Oh, big one. That's a long cycle. And, but that would make sense because we want to go home, you know? That, though we screw, it sounds like we screwed up our home, and I don't know if we're repeating ourselves. But the rumors that have been going around, not even just in the paranormal field, I'm talking about like stocks, bonds, technology, uh, they're saying something's coming around the pike that is so amazing, it's going to change our lives forever, which, you know, anything that groundbreaking, you know, what, what could be more groundbreaking than what we've accomplished, you know? I mean, how much more can our minds be blown? And I've also been hearing something about space, time, and the, whatever's coming around the pike, is capable of basically us finding our, uh, you know, mortality is, is ending death as we know it and uh, living forever. Because I think once you, if, once you do something with time, you just live forever. Once we accomplish something with time, which is why I think somebody has some way to get to these places that will really reduce travel. I don't think we're going to be in any kind of aircraft. I think we're just going to get in an elevator pressure button and we could go to Mars and then if we have a lunch break we could hit the moon for lunch and then get back into Earth in time for dinner you know that's something actually, like that that's what they're talking about right now with the invention of these time crystals we're, we're going to do a whole show on that coming up here but there's some there's some bizarre yeah. technology happening that uh, kind of like a uh, Night Stalker was describing as well with the CERN stuff and some other just weirdness that maybe that's where we're headed. Maybe we're headed to Portalville where you literally just smash a button like an elevator and bam, you're on Mars. Wouldn't that be amazing? And that would explain a lot, wouldn't it? Like uh, with with UFOs and with this weird parallel dimension stuff and ghosts and the whole. It would explain a whole lot, wouldn't it? A ton, a ton. And it'll be like you, you run into somebody you, know, you haven't met from, like, another planet. They're like, oh, you're from Earth? Hey, do you know Michael Strange? You know, <laughs> is he, like, one of those? Like, you yeah. know, oh, you're from Queens or, you know, whenever people say, you know, do you, do you know so-and-so? Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, like, I know everybody in New York. Oh, yeah, I know everyone on Earth, you know, so, sort of thing, you know. And we'll be doing Snapchats and uh, Zoom meetings with our new friends or cousins, you know, from uh, – another planet or another solar system it'd be awesome right hell yeah i'm looking forward to that hopefully we get there in our lifetime i'm, I'm uh i would be really thrilled with that that development of things but uh it seems like that's the <laughs> star trek future isn't it <laughs> well, we'll see if we get there. crazy stuff crazy hell, stuff hell yeah so well, so before i let you go let me ask you a quick question do, do uh you believe there's life on mars now oh yeah oh yeah i think so I think they probably, there's always survivors of something, you know? There's always a few that can, can latch on and hang in there, you know, wherever it may be. They probably figured out a way to stay underground, just like I think we had to do that on our planet. Why do we have so many underground tunnels and so many underground cities, you know, that they've uncovered? We haven't even cover, uncovered most of them, you know, but the ones we have are amazing. Like that one in Turkey uh, that had like 20,000 people underground. Yeah. I would imagine with room for your horses and you could pray there and, you know, it was like a truly an architectural marvel. Like we could never even imagine how do you make something like that without it collapsing, you know? So how, who, who told them to build that and why did they build that and how long did they live down there? You know, how long could they live down there? We couldn't tell like any technology, like, you know, there's got to be a way to breathe, you know, so they probably figured that out. They had a good air filtration system, or did they have to live down there? Was that a just-in-case 
dwelling, you know? I don't know. So I think somebody figured out a way to stay underground. I'm sure there's ways that we could live underground here for quite a few years, maybe thousands of years. You know they're stockpiling something down there, you know? There's bunkers like, you know, bunkers like the Taj Mahal, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, like uh, Cheyenne Mountain, <laughs> things like this. Right? Hey, Daryl, I hate to cut you short. We got so many phone calls behind you. You were the best. Uh, final thought while we got you on the phone tonight? No problem. Just welcome home. I'm glad to see you back and keep the great work up. Great Th- show. Thank you so much. Daryl from New York, a friend of the show. Thanks for the call. Good stuff as always. Daryl, always on point, says Jack, and completely right. Let's go to Robert. What's up, Robert? Robert in Pennsylvania. Welcome Hi. to the show. Thank you for Hi. waiting. How are you tonight? Fine. How are you? Doing very well. You know, Daryl hit Daryl hit the nose right on the pin. All right. We've had a number of extinction events on Earth, and always there's survivors, whether it's a different species or whatever. The dinosaurs went and 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 and. Um, but whatever happened on Mars would be no different. There would have to be survivors. Something survived it. Life will survive, even if it's a small amount, a fraction of what it used to be. Um, what I'm curious, about, and I agree with her, if there's life on Mars, it's 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 probably subterranean. It's probably the the you know generations and generations of of billionaire families that that built those things there knowing that, you know, they had destroyed their planet. And so they're surviving underground. Um, I, I, I've read uh, years ago about uh, something called the Dero, all right, that, that supposedly live in subterranean caverns and uh, are of an advanced civilization uh, that, somehow has a unique about ability to commit to control everything that's going on, on our planet. I don't know how that was a that was a, a guy named Shaver that 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 would write those types of things back in the forties I believe. Um, but what puzzles me, I believe that people live multiple lives. You die, you come back, you die, you come back, that sort of stuff. Alright? And I've read so much about people who, even children, who remember things that they should not remember. But I've never seen an account of someone saying, I lived on another planet. It's always on Earth in some particular time. Um, And that puzzles me. Maybe somebody in the chat room may have come across the story of somebody who claim to, you know, uh, to remember a life on another planet, but I don't. I don't remember ever, ever reading anything about someone, and it makes me wonder, well, maybe we're the only life. I do. I do recall. I think it was a it was a Russian youth that uh, had described life on Mars or something in another life. Uh, I, I can't remember the name. Maybe it's maybe I'm mistaken, but I do remember one similar story. But you're right. It you figure there'd be a lot, right? Probably be a lot more than that. Right, you would think that uh, if if the universe is teeming with life, right, and you can't have life without having a soul, um, that there would be at least a, a lot more stories about I was uh, 
I lived on Alpha Centauri and on, on this plant that we called uh, kryptonite, krypton, or whatever. <laughs> but you don't see those stories. It's always, <laughs> excuse me, <clears throat> I'm sorry, <clears throat> I have a little cold, but it's always stories about, I lived, you know, you lived in the Middle Ages, you lived in ancient Egypt, you lived in Atlantis, you lived in, uh, you know, um, during the war, whatever. It's always on this planet. And it makes me wonder if, I'm just saying, it doesn't make sense. Because if you accept that that's the bulk of it, there's no real any tales of being somebody somewhere else on another planet, then we might be the only life. And and if we're the only life in the universe, it means that the whole doggone universe is a virtual reality situation. That that this planet doesn't even exist, that we're just we're living some kind of virtual reality. All right, I follow that. I th- I think that's the, the 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 strangest part about all of this is we end up uh trying to figure out what in the hell is really going on here. And uh, it seems like there's there's so many, I don't know, just strange things about the world, right? And then this is just another one, this whole long cycle of Mars and maybe the civilizations as they move from planet to planet. Maybe maybe it's like hot potato. You, like a planet is not meant to have people on it for so long that they have to go back at some point, right? Who knows? Like, you ever, like, you ever, do you ever hear any, any abduction stories where, person recounts being on a, you know, one of these UFOs inside. You ever see a kitchen? You ever see them talking about a, a dining room or a living room or anything? No. You, know, <laughs> you have any cupboards, you know, with food stocks and stuff, right? So so whatever's in the, on those UFOs obviously don't eat, all right? Which I'm, I'm getting to a point. So if, if I'm thinking, I was thinking here earlier, if there's still subterranean life, I mean intelligent life, uh, on Mars, uh, maybe they send these ships out to harvest our cows and whatever else they can get, and and bring it back to them because you can if you're going to live hundreds of years underground, sooner or later your resources are going to run out. So they have to get them somewhere. That's true. Go through my head all the time. No, no, a hundred percent. I agree with you. There's a there's a lot of uh, strange things even in the past here on Earth that uh, who knows? Like who knows what we're really dealing with? Uh, Robert, you were the best man. I got to go. We got two calls behind you. We're going to try and jam them in. I appreciate the call. Uh, anything okay. else, real quick, while we got you on? No, um, except that um, you know what the your man was saying earlier about the face on Mars and the pyramid and stuff like that. That's what they are. All right, so something was there. Okay. I'll say goodnight to you, and I'll, I'll, I'll listen to the rest of the show. Thanks a lot, Robert. Talk to you soon. That's Robert from Pennsylvania, and a uh, uh, friend of the show. Let's go to, this is Jack. What's up, Jack? You want to say hi? What's up, Jack? We got a call behind you, so let's make this fast. How you doing, buddy? Welcome to the show. Hey, Mike. Mike, I just want to give you a, a hug over the phone. I've missed you so much over the past week. I hope you got you know, your uh, time in to heal up and everything. You look great. I just wanted to let you know. Thank so, you. Appreciate but anyway, um, hey, I just wanted to, um, to I, I wanted to, like, propose this idea that I had. Like, you know, I mean, you live in a place like Nevada, right? It's pretty hot. 
but I don't know if it's hot enough, right? You know, what we could do is we could send up some special spaceships, right? I mean, Venus is pretty hot, right? And uh, Jupiter is pretty hot, and Saturn's pretty hot. All we have to do is, like, go up cl really close to one of those planets and just light the atmosphere on fire, and we could have a whole new sun. That would be really cool that, you know, I mean, 100 degrees, 110 degrees, I don't know if that's hot <laughs> enough for me. So, you know what I'm saying? I think we should send up some, I think we should send up some spaceships to light Jupiter on fire, maybe get a, uh, uh, another sun or Saturn or Venus. That's my uh, proposal. So gotcha. I don't know if uh, anyone <laughs> in NASA is hearing this right now, but um, this is my proposal. I think we can uh, live with uh, 222 degrees. Got it. I think that's just about right for me. Got it. Got it. Don't forget your suntan lotion. I'm a lizard, kind of like a, uh, Ash. That's why I, I love Ash. You know, I, I want I can't wait till Ash takes over with with hopefully <laughs> with me. You know, I'm gonna kiss his boots for sure. All right. But um, we need it to be a little bit hotter. It's not hot enough. So okay. I just want to let you know. Gotcha, that I'm Jack. So happy that you're back, Mike. Thanks I for love the call. You. Thanks I'll, for the call. I'll be listening tomorrow. Thanks Thank for the you. call, bro. We'll bye, talk. Bye. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, thank you. Jack, he left us a message there uh, saying, where the hell are you? Let's go to, looks like this is, uh, is this Rolf? What's up, Rolf? You're on the show? Hey, Mike. How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. It's been a long time. It's been like a year. Where have you been? Yes. 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 Well, I miss you and Frank, but uh, I've been here. Um, it's amazing what we're going through these days with life everywhere. I mean, we have a planet right here, right now, full of life, right? Right. Agreed. Hey, hey, Rolf, let me uh, let me hold let me, let me hold you up real quick. So we have to end okay. the radio hour. I'm going to keep you on though. All right. So I'm going to mute you. I'm going to end this, and okay. we'll come right back to you. Okay. So hold your thought. I'm sorry, right, right. we're just out of time. I tried to get everybody in, but so hang tight. I'm not going to cut you off. I'm going to mute you. We'll be right back to you. All right, let's do this. All right, Thanks. look, this is the deal, guys. This is Troubled Minds. I'm playing some outro music because that's what we got to do. It's the radio thing, and look. I don't know what happened on Mars or what's happening on Mars, but I think it's suspicious, synchronistic, odd, and all of the above, and I think we should keep considering the possibilities. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Stay tuned for Joe Roop Lighting the Void if you're listening to us on the Fringe FM. If you're listening to us on the podcast feed, anywhere else, stay tuned for third hour Troubled Minds. All right, here we go. This is where I, play, I usually say, uh, be sure, be strong, be true. And thank you for listening for our Trouble Minds to yours. Have a great night. But we ran out of time. But that's okay. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to cut straight to Rolf back on the phone. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's just cut this music and let's just go right to it. We'll take a break uh, a little bit later because, well, we got, we got important people on the phone. Rolf, welcome back. Sorry about that, man. Go right ahead, sir. What's on your mind tonight? Oh, no. No problem, Mike. How you doing, man? Fantastic, fantastic, man. Feeling good. It's good to be back. Took a week off, and uh, yeah, Rolf used to call us back in the day when Frank was on the show. It's been, it's kind of almost been that long, right? Yeah, it's been a couple years, bro. Um, wow, long time. But it's funny. We talk about life on other planets and stuff. We're life right here on this planet. We got so much life right here, and they're trying to extinguish it. Why? 
Yeah, well, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a hell of a question. Uh, I, I right, don't know, man. Right? Like, yeah, you're right. You were totally right. You're spot on with that. It's uh, I mean, well, we don't respect it here. So exactly, why the hell would we expect? No, we it don't. There? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, I was just looking at yeah, some of that it's, stuff. It's like this horrible time. And remember the last time I called you, Mike, and I was telling you that we were headed for some serious stuff, bad things. Here we are. Here we are. It's been a serious bad year and a half, hasn't it? It's been it's been awful. And uh, yeah, 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 man, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, it, it just seems like uh, I don't know. Like we we've we've talked about this a lot, as you know. Uh, have you been listening the whole time? Where you been, man? Mm-hmm. I think you said you were. Driving. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I just came on in the past a half hour, and I always try to catch you, man. I love your shows. I love your uh, infomercials and stuff. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. We're alive. We're living right now. And there is life out there. We know this. They hide it from us. They keep it from us because they're afraid to let us know. Well, it's like, it's like the hierarchy right. of, of uh, like le- the, the power hierarchy, right? So if, if there's yeah. anything else other than people out there that is confirmed then what do we do, right? Then we then then we lose faith in the fake hierarchy that we've been delivered. I think that's that's part of what's going on with that. Why this whole right, like tiptoeing around, like the guy back that found evidence of life on Mars back in 1976 with the Viking project. What, like, why mm-hmm. couldn't they have just released that? What's so hard about that? You know, why couldn't they have confirmed that? But no, they had to crap on it. They had to tell him this, that, the other thing. And say no, that's not true. Uh, even though he had like a fail safe in the test, I mean, this is this is not new. Like this is I, that was probably disclosure, and we just been screwing around with it since then. You know, like if we're talking about microbes on Mars, and you're totally right, man. Like if there's actual life on Mars, like they should be in for they're in for a shock because we're not going to be nice to them. We can't even figure out being nice to life here. You are right, brother. You are right on as as usual. Exactly. There is life on Mars. There's life on a lot of planets in this solar system. This solar system is a speck of dust in the galaxy. The galaxy is a speck of dust in the universe. And there's so much life out there that we think life. But there's so much more that we don't know about life. But here we are. And I love it. You love it. We all love it. We're we're here in all this technology and everything we have. It's so beautiful. But at the same time, we're going backwards to the to the to the uh, human condition of destroy, 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 kill it, kill it, kill it. I don't, I don't get it. We should be out there with them, but they don't want us. Why? Why don't they want us? Is it because we're like them? I don't know. It's I a, hate it, brother. It, yeah, it's I a good it. question. I don't know, man. I have no idea. The, I think the the part the problem with all this is well, we don't know, and I, and I think right as always, you look to the power structures and look at the folks that mm-hmm. don't give a damn sending people to war to die just to save their bake their own bacon to save their own property to save their own whatever. Right? I mean, I think the, those are the things that we need to look at. Is you know, it's it's not the president sending people to war it's the you know the the elites it's the powers the puppets the puppet masters that are telling him what to do it's just uh like until until we get over that i don't think we're ever going to get there i don't think we're we're ever going to get to the point where we do respect life on that level and but i think but i think though 
the earth and nature and the universe has a way of snapping back on that. I don't think it's going to be like a situation yeah. where we're allowed to just run amok forever. Like something's going to come and just smack us down uh, for, for being stupid humans. It's right here. We're stupid humans. It's happening now. It's happening yeah. now, Mike. Yeah, that's a good point. That's They're a good point. They're smacking us down with all this freaking stuff of disease, uh, flus, corona, the delta. They're doing it. They're doing it. This is the power. We're watching and witnessing the power. Bigger than freaking Hitler. Bigger than Nazis. Bigger than we don't even know. And here we are. We're talking about this stuff, and they don't want us. They censor us. They shut us up. But you're here, bro. You're here. And I thank God that you're here, man, because you are in, in, and I want everybody to know this, you're the man to help us to get it out. Thank but you. They keep taking us down. Thank you. Well, uh, they're not going to win. They can't win, man. They can't. Like they can try. I think uh, we're. It's going to get. Uh, I think it's oh, going to yeah. get ugly before it gets better because they understand that we're yeah. starting to wake up. They understand that we're we're onto them. We know what's happening. Well, there's not no longer just three networks: ABC, CBS, and NBC. That's it. No longer. You can get yep. information wherever the hell you want, and that's why you notice why they're cracking down like crazy, because they don't want conversations like this happening. Yeah. They don't want us talking about no. power, power structures it. and aliens and things like this. They don't want it. No. Yeah. They're I don't the like ball, to man. say aliens don't like to be called aliens because they're humans or they're, you know, biological beings. And you know what I hate about it all? They don't give a fuck about us. I, excuse my language. They you don't can. care anymore. They're going to give you the shot. Give us the shot. They want us to get the shot. They want us to go. They want this planet for whatever reasons. I don't know. But here we are. And, and it's just, just a speck of, of, of nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. Sadly. You know? Uh you know, all we can do is just live our lives and, 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 and fight against this tyranny, against this passports. And guess, you know, you can, I, I'm going to go to the southern border and just walk in and say, I need this, this and that or whatever and get it all for nothing. No, no. But if you're an American or no, no. citizens in the free world, you're a tax slave, we're at bro. War. This you're a, is you're a tax slave. Get your ass back to work. Stop complaining. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, you're not. You're not allowed those things because you're. It's a. It's. It's politically not cool. Yeah, man. I'm with you. It, it like it completely upside down. Everything's upside down and broken. And you can cite time yep. after time after time after time of like th yep. these assholes out there saying, "Well, you know, you guys do this, but we're going to do that," and th they just continue to do it. Yeah. It's like yep. it, it, the whole again. And then here we are. It's it's amazing. It's amazing that they're doing it. They're doing it right here right before in front of us, our right? very eyes. And there's a lot of people that don't see it. They just keep listening to the news, keep listening to the bullshit stuff. And, and, and we're just going to just sit back and watch. I don't know. Something's about to happen. Remember the last time I called you, the first time actually I called you, I told you something's about to happen. I was way off in, in the timeline, but I was right on the timeline because I see time before time and time is time we're in time it's it and there's nothing we can do about it except resist it and just live it and watch what happens i mean look at the poor people back in uh the 40s you know 1940s and they they uh they went through this shit but they literally 
hey, we're going to give you a shower. You're going to get cleaned up. We'll give you new clothes. And what, what happened? They, they didn't know. They got the shower and that's it, you know? Yeah, 100%, man. As always, you are spot on. Would you do me a favor, please? Could you call back more often? It's, don't yeah. make me wait two more years. Holy shit, man. Yeah, I'm sorry, Mike. Mike, I'm so, um, I don't know how to say, busy. Yeah, um, man. With I so understand. many things. This is, like I said, a speck of dust in the, the, the whole, you know, somebody told me, look at the window. You don't see the whole picture. And I'm like, that's a small window. I, I look at the no window. I look at everything. And, like, you know, it's, like, crazy. But life on Mars, yeah. Life here, life there. Just life everywhere. We're full of life in this universe. And it's sad that some of us don't see it, but they see it and they don't want it. This life, maybe. I don't know. I don't know, bro. There's a lot to figure out, isn't there? There's always a lot more to figure out. Yeah. We're going to keep talking about it, man. We're going to keep doing our thing. We are hopefully a, a blip of light in the darkness, and we're going to keep saying that, hey, human rights matter. We're going to keep saying that uh, the Bill of Rights matter. We're going to keep saying the things that are not popular, even though they are true. We're going to yeah. keep saying these things. So uh, you're in the right spot, my well, friend. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. I say we're a speck of dust, but we're a rock of Gibraltar or Gibraltar or whatever. We're so much more than we think. You know, You know, it, it's fractals. As small as it is, it's big. As big as it is, it's small. And this is where our spirits and energies come in. Maybe we're just here to live our life like a um, uh, Star Trek and the uh, hollow deck. You know what I mean? It's programmed. It's all set. It's everything. And you can have what you want, you know, what we want. But who knows what they want? You know, we, we're starting to see things. And it's scary. I, I don't know if you ever heard uh, the uh, show Sliders, where they travel from one world to the other to the other. Same Earth, but different is differences between I've been seeing that I've been paying very close attention. I want everybody to pay close attention to everything around you. And if you notice a subtle difference of that daily life and you see it and say, wait a minute, that wasn't there before. What's this? What's that? It's crazy. It's, it's beyond imagination. Truth is stranger than fiction. As they always say. Rolf, you are the best. You're the best man. Please don't make me wait two more years before you call. Thank you so much for the call. Thanks for listening. I love you, brother. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I will call you more often because you're the awesomest. You're bringing something that they don't want us to know. You know what I mean? They, 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 they know what's going on. And they censor us. They shut us down. Blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just, this is real. This is real. It's almost like living in Nazi Germany, but in the future. Kind of. Yeah, right. Uh, same but different. <laughs> we we aren't there yet, thankfully. Yeah. But uh, but I mean, you know, there there is a lot of parallels and a lot of crackdowns, and uh, you know, we're we're not going to let it get there, man. We're smarter than that this time. We're not going to let it get there. It's, That's right. It will not happen. That's right. We're we're on top of it. We're will on not top happen. of it, man. Will not happen. We got this. We, we got we're going to do this. We got this. Love you, Mike. Rolf, you're the best. I appreciate the call. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great night, and uh, you behave. All right, sir. Thank you. Thanks, bro. Thanks, bro. There you go, Rolf. Rolf, an old friend of the show, uh, literally back at Colin when Frank was here. Back in the day, many of you don't remember Frank, the original co-host of the show. Well, uh, now here we are. 
taking your phone calls. Uh, since we had so many great calls, we uh, it was one of those weird ones today. We had, gave me a little bit of time to talk, and then the, the calls came fast and furious, and that's amazing. So I thank you guys for all the phone calls, and have a good night. I'm out of here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're still taking your phone calls. 702-957-1037. Phone number's up, and you can be part of the show. We're talking about Mars tonight. We're talking about these weird synchronicities. We're talking about how maybe life came from Mars, and now it's headed back. Isn't this strange? These long cycles? Isn't it weird? Isn't it weird? Uh, yeah, so let's go to uh, Kelly whenever you're ready, sir. We got Kelly on the horn here on Discord, and uh, we're doing our thing. How are you, my friend? Welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing, Mike? I'm doing Welcome good, Welcome back. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. You as well. You as well. Welcome back. So, Mars tonight, huh? Yeah, lots of weird Mars news, man. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> we talked about this show, about Mars a couple of few times. Definitely. But what uh, I kind of want to talk about is, uh, I kind of glanced back about, uh, do you remember when, um, you know, we kind of, that, that's a question where people want to answer, or as, that's a question people want to know is, was there life? on mars i i would say like i'm i'm not gonna say by you know a little micro microbes or anything uh, we're talking like full like civilizations right is that that's that's what people want to know yeah that's what people want to know pretty much right yeah. like yeah if you look at cydonia and other places you know when they have these these rovers taking pictures and stuff um that only tells you right there, you know. I mean, that for me, that's a that's an obvious yes. And, and <clears throat> when, what's interesting, I was talking about the picture because uh, another thing that could be, you know, besides that, I would say, you know, I, the theory of like it was bombarded with asteroids. I mean, yes, it could happen, but I, I don't see it. I don't see it as that. Um, one interesting was thing that uh, science came out was when remember they had uh, that picture I'm talking about now is um, they they scanned Mars I guess there was like an explosion areas where they had found Xeon fifty four and the only way that could happen that type of Xeon fifty four is through a nuclear explosion because that's we we've done that you know many nuclear explosions here on the planet Earth and that's what was you know produced while Xeon is, you know, it's caused, you know, it's a natural thing, but Xeon 54, that only causes two nuclear explosions. What's interesting, when I was looking at that picture again, it was around Cydonia area and west of Cydonia in the Galzu Chaos area. What's interesting, though, <clears throat> about that is they, you know what, I, I did not notice, I don't know why, for some reason, is they show where they drop these, these, um, these rovers at and south of the Cydonia area was opportunity and over by the Galzu chaos area which was a smaller explosion area was is curiosity rover what's interesting for me remember we talked about because the thing i think the believe the story was is you know when they it looks like there were somebody's always cleaning those rovers off yeah but what's so, yeah yeah, if you guys yeah, if you guys don't know what he's talking about, we talked about this a while back. So they have the solar panels on these rovers, and they say that there's these dust storms that come through Mars, 
and they get the the solar panels get covered in dust and then they have these photographs later of these solar panels being pristinely cleaned off like but you don't know who's cleaning them off <laughs> it's literally like not a speck of dust on these things where before they were covered like literally covered in in martian storm right it, it kind of doesn't make sense but yeah yeah if you guys don't know sorry to cut you off but yeah go, go right ahead sir no that's that's good but, um, but what i'm what i'm kind of speculating here is that the opportunity rover that was the one south of uh, the Sidonia area and lo and behold the science now or nasa is claiming that uh opportunity went off went offline there's no more you know they've been trying to get a hold of this since June. i think they finally reached the area they're supposed to be looking at if it was south from Sidonia when they were, you know, looking, and I think maybe opportunity is in the area they really want to take a look at. That's my that's my theory on that one. But other than that, <clears throat> yeah, it could be a nuclear, uh, an ancient nuclear war, and explosions because you know we have trace of that Xeon fifty four in those two areas that uh, that they've uh, supposedly scanned, you know, and to tell you. You know that's what they're that's what that's what they're detecting in those areas anyway. That's the whole point I was trying to get at. But yeah, it's pretty interesting because I don't know why science. I mean, I understand they want to do the find out the billion blocks of life, you know, but <clears throat> it, it's pretty ridiculous. We all know that there's life everywhere on every planet. You know, what I mean, whether it be microbes or not, you know, but that's what they're you know being want to be exciting about because. I mean, that's obvious, but it, I think it was sometimes that the humans or some people try to forget that, you know, they're looking maybe what are they looking for, carbon-based? Maybe some things that could be silicon-based. You never know, you know? We, we don't even know nothing, really. We don't even know the depths of the oceans yet. So for me, I don't understand where they can say that they found a, a, a meteor over in... Uh, you know, the Antarctic, and they're saying it's from Mars. How? How do they know that? Yeah, it's well, not even. <laughs> they've yeah. never even had a sample. Didn't they just supposedly couldn't even get a sample from Mars? They're still working on it. They, they, they just drilled in and couldn't, couldn't even pick up some, some, some uh, soil sample from the, from the rock there. So, so I don't know. That's a good question, right? So, I mean, uh, I, uh, clearly, as everything, it's it's more complicated than that. But you're right. Like, how if we don't have a sample to compare against, then we're assuming it's from Mars, right? I think I think that's probably the case here. Yeah, you know, it's uh, sper- span per- uh, What is this? Uh, panspermia. Right yeah, panspermia. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, I see that that is possible, and you know, that can happen. But to say this rock is from Mars, we never even. But I, I seen the picture that they, you know, they, uh, you know, that I seen the story. But to me, they look like a, a pile of dust that they were, you know, that they they could pull that sample from. I don't know what they were saying that they were trying to drill a core. Is that what? Is that more or less what they're? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so they're trying to drill like a like a rock core sample. But for some reason, the tube that they put in to collect the sample when the drilling happened. Uh, so, so I guess I guess the way the technology works is they have the, the 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 drill, and the tube goes around it, and then they drill down right, and then the tube kind of sh- get as as one lifts the other, they separate, and then it tries to bring the sample back up, and it couldn't do it. So they detected no sample inside the tube after the drill, after the core sample. So 
That's the weirdness. That's the mystery here. So what what's actually going on? And so you know, some people have speculated that, you know, right here in the chat that maybe maybe they you know didn't determine the proper measurements for the atmosphere there or the the, the rocks. Maybe they were a little more um, not not as firm as they thought. Who knows, right? There's there's a whole bunch of things here to consider. But like like I said, you, you got to expect they would have considered, you know, extraterrestrial sort of conditions i mean <laughs> for crying out loud you couldn't expect it to just drill into like a, a an earth rock and have it stay the same right yeah i mean I, I like that one guy's theory he said that it could have been you know maybe with, they're drilling over a um a, a cave or like a uh a geob or maybe even like uh let's say some uh uh lava you know and the, it's hollow underneath they drill the core and it dropped down no, that could be a that could have been a possibility as well. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Is that maybe something like that's happening, but they have no idea till they try again. So this is the very first one, and it, it didn't. It's not really getting a lot of play in the news. I found it quite by accident. I saw it on Twitter. Um, so it was one of those things where I was like, "Really? How come nobody's talking about this? This is weird." <laughs> It's it's a failure, but I mean, failures are good, right? That's how you figure out how to do things right. You fail first, so. No, no, strange, strange stuff for sure. But so, so clearly, what what about the long cycle then too? Like we were talking about, pretty interesting how it kind of falls back into that Anunnaki cycle, right? Where literally we're talking about Mars and the way station and Igigi and the whole the whole deal, man, the whole deal. Well, that's well, I didn't want to get into that one, but you don't have to. You know, <laughs> you don't but, have to. Yeah, but yeah, that's. I mean, I mean, come on, these things are in like 10,000 clay tablets, 10,000 year old clay tablets, right? These stories come from there and they're telling you, they're, they're explaining the exactly, that's what I'm saying. I sit back and watch the, the science just kind of, just all they're doing is, you know, they're just more or less in my eyes, they're just, you know, saying, Hey, yep, these stories are true, but we're going to give you a different, we're going to give you our side of it. Right. Because exactly what it is. At one time, you know, the, the reason why uh, life disappeared on our, on Mars, for me, could be in, uh, like, I think it was a war. It's a galactic war. Because some of the stuff that, uh, you know, that you look at, even some of the, you know, in the stories, you know, they were taking out some of these major cities that were here on Earth, right? They had wars, galactic wars, you know, between the families. But you can see burn patterns even in, like, uh, ancient Peru. And, and you can, and it actually looks like, I don't know, man, it, some people would consider that it was like a solar flash that kind of came in and, you know, hit the earth. But to me, some of these things are the way they're like in lines and the way it splashes it and it's, you know, vitrified these walls, you know, they're made of glass now, you know. So it, it's, it's crazy. I mean, the surface is made of glass, more, more or less. You know, what I mean, it's vitrified the whole surface of it, and and that's not. And and these are like in major cities. Like one of them was like I think in Punapunku, and the other one was in uh, one of the uh, cities in Egypt. Um, and these these are happening everywhere. You know, so these stories again, like the Anunnaki story, right? For example, like the the whole thing. It's Lamu, right? And it was crazy. They even talk about uh, um, Alalu, the, the original, the first king that died off planet, which was in Mars. And they put him inside that that ma little mountain, right? You know, that they carved his face on. That's the face of Mars. His name is Alalu. 
right? And and yeah, they were Igigi was there, and when they came down here to Earth, that's the whole fallen angel stuff in the you know in the Bible, because the seven tablets of creation was found in the city of Nineveh, which is in you know in modern day Iraq now, which is the northern part of Iraq, but. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy though, because you know the reason in in, the, in those stories they're saying like when uh, Nibiru comes around, it ripped a lot of the atmosphere off because it came is you know it depends on where the planets are arranged or where they're at when this when this other planet is in you know it's, if it's further away from the sun you know when it's coming passing between Mars and uh, uh, Jupiter I believe. And that's the whole thing of the asteroid belt. You know, it was part of the planet. Like, this planet was another planet. It was, they're claiming that in, the, in this story is that, you know, it was the head of the planet of uh, Tiamat. That's what Earth is. Ki was the original name. Anunnaki is that's the ones who came to Earth. Is that's, you know, that's the name they were given. So, Earth was called Ki. So, yeah, I mean... You know, and they've talked about that they had what these weapons, they called them the weapons of terror, and they, you know, they were like nuclear weapons, nuclear bombs, you know. <clears throat> and the way they explain them, like, you know, they had this, uh, they had this fog that rolled in, and it was like, you know, a nuclear fog that came in, and, you know, everybody, the way it explains it was like died of radiation, they had burns, I mean, all their, their skin pussed up like bubbles, people were just dropping left and right, kind of just like if, you know, like what happened in Japan when we did that stuff to them, you know. So, yeah, it's pretty interesting to see science kind of just pouring this information out that is laid out on tablets that are, you know, thousands of years old. And it's, you know, they're going to call it different names, you know, scientific names or whatnot, but it's the exact same story. And, and that's what's incredible to me, just to, you know, sit back and watch this happen. Yeah, as, as exactly as it they flip flop and they go back and forth to uh, whatever the hell is really happening here. I, I think that the craziest part about this is that, uh, it, like, it seems like history repeats itself. It seems like we have we have the exact same things right now. We're now we're saying okay, we're drilling a hole into Mars and we're going to find out whether there's microbial life there. This dude back in 1976 who just passed away this week in the same week they're drilling the first time on Mars said no like there's microbial life on mars <laughs> you know what i mean like that's 45 freaking years ago are you kidding me uh, like the, i don't know it, it's like it's like it's like a lesson in futility sometimes like all right so so now are we going to come to find out that this guy was just ahead of his time he passed away he got no accolades they just kind of wrote him off as a whatever he's, he's he's whatever but now now look we're literally on the cusp of them going oh yeah by the way <laughs> the homie was right. Uh, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. That's not how history goes, though, man. People just don't, you know, they get passed by or, you know, called a wacko. And then, you know, years on down the road, they're like, man, this guy was right. You know, just kind of like now, the, syn the synchronicity of everybody calling, you know, everybody else, you know, conspiracy theorists or whatnot, you know, kind of like us here on the show, but. It, what's funny is that here it comes into fruition and they're like, oh my God, I don't know where it came from. Like, we've been telling you stupids for about 15, 20 months now. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, I don't mean to talk like that, but sometimes, you know, it's, it's hard. 
It's hard not to, to right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, well, it's hard to like, cause I can't make people, you know, I, it, these are just, like I said, these stories are just, I can't, I, I, there's no way to prove this stuff. Right. For me, you know, coming from myself, but if you look at it in that perspective and what it's saying, I mean, it's, it's exactly what science is saying, how even this planet would like earth was even made, you know, it's something collide together you know, and that made the asteroid bell and, you know, part of it flipped off and made the moon. That's, that's like, and, and it positioned it correctly so you can have a, you know, block out the sun, you know, at a certain mile, you know, the miles from, it's, it's crazy. But, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and here we are. Here we are going, uh, <laughs> none of this makes sense, does it? None no. of it makes sense. No. It don't. But, you know, see, and I, I was thinking, too, like, you know, if you look at some of the stuff that's in our own solar system, like, you know, you hear stories of, uh, you know, like the, the, the ring makers of Saturn. You ever ran across that one? Um, I don't think so. There's these big, what it looks like, because there's something, they've taken pictures of the rings, right? And on the outer part of the rings, there looks like something in the rings like are making the rings like the cloud of the rings going around but it actually looks like a giant ship parked like right next to a ring and then you know from from the ship onward like going let's say is you know the ring spin counterclockwise and it's sitting there and next you know you just see a ring being created it's a pretty crazy thing you got to check that out it's called the rings of ring makers of saturn or even like Venus too. There's now they're even I seen ran across a story where they're talking about there might be even some stuff on the surface of Venus that looked like it could be uh, civilization back then on that planet as well. And and that's where even like the story of uh, Valiant Thor. He said he was from you know that whole story. If anybody knows that one, if you know the the guy the alien that lived at, in, uh, in the Pentagon, but. Yeah, he's he claimed to be silicon based too, and you know we're always looking at you know as humans we're you know carbon based. So I think maybe that's I don't know we need to move away from that to even really understand you know what life is out there in the universe. And uh, yeah, speaking of carbon based, funny uh, Night Stalker here in the chat says, "What if they strike oil on Mars?" <laughs> Shit. <laughs> here we go again right history yeah. repeats itself <laughs> i mean well i mean you think about it right so so uh they say that oil is because of the dinosaurs right and because right because of they've, they've decomposed and turned into carbon and all the rest of this but but hold on though if that's the case maybe on mars that life was there for billions of years maybe like it, it's oil rich <laughs> maybe maybe it, Mars is the spot. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to... Um, what song I was going to bring up that was uh, on about Mars? But Yeah, I mean, if anything else, you know, they could be... If it's inhospitable on the surface, you would say that, like anywhere else, like someone else was talking earlier, that there's... I think... Uh, I can't remember her name. Um... But she was talking like, uh, you know, being underground, you know, just like uh, she was saying. She was talking about uh, um, it was, it was Darren Kuyu, which is in Turkey, that was like, they could hold like 20,000 people, some livestock and everything else that was down there. What's interesting is 
it's almost like they were, you know, these these civilizations that they're finding all that lived underground and even in cave systems that maybe they were running for something, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Yeah, it could be, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was yeah. Daryl in New York who was saying that. Yeah, Daryl, yeah, she's correct on that. Oh, yeah, but so even like Mars, you could say it'd be underground. I don't know, man, because it, it's pretty, it's, you can't really, I mean, I think NASA knows, man. I mean, come on, damn it. Like, like tonight, I was just kind of like, I was kind of surprised I missed it the first time when I was looking at that stuff. But yeah, they're, they're, they're by Sidonia already. They're not really saying it. They never talked about it. They just, you know, went south from it. And then that's the position that they have them. But what's, what's interesting is what I were, what I would like to know is where is, um, Elon Musk planning to land on Mars? Is it the site? I hope it'd be Sidonia area. He can film it for us all so we can see that shit. Yeah, that's what we're waiting for, right? I mean, they got a damn helicopter up there. Let's fly that shit over there and let's get to the bottom of this. Right? <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. What's going What are we waiting for? Like, this This is just, again, futility. Like, again, we're wait, we've been waiting since 1976. This guy, again, who just passed away this week, said, hey, I have proof there's microbial life, at least on Mars. And clearly, like we said, if they're underground, would anybody be surprised if there was some sort of maybe more advanced civilization underground? Probably not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't at all. It would make sense that that's where they would be, right? You have to shield yourself, shield yourself from the radiation, you know, the, as, as the way the atmosphere is there. I mean, that's where they would be. So it's it's obvious that you would expect, and not only that, we have the, the methane, right? Remember that whole methane fluctuations? Like, there's some stuff, there's some weird stuff that are actually kind of um, kind of describing that this is what what's probably going on there, at least at least in some capacity, right? I, I'm not going to say little green men or reptilians like ash or whatever, but who knows, right? Who knows what's really going on? And that's I think that's the exciting part. Well. Even with that, we're like, let's say Earth, right? You know, if, if the stories are true, the Anunnaki came here. They ran across what? What do they have here? There was no like, I mean, like a species like that. There was just animals here, right? And so that's what we, you would probably find on a lot of, maybe even a lot of other planets. Maybe not just civilizations, but just animals. That's life. You know, it could even be like, yeah, of course, there's going to be microbial life everywhere. I would say everywhere, you know, because it's in the air, it's in the, you know, in the water, if it's a water, you know, type planet or in the, in the, the earth, you know, the ground itself, of course, there's, 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 there's life everywhere. But, you know, to say that, like I said, what, are, what life are we looking for, though? Is it just carbon, carbon-based type stuff life, or is it we looking for silicon-based life? Or, you know, I hope we're doing it all, you know, you can't just, you know, be narrow-minded and, you know, saying that, you know that's that's just it but it, it's something bigger than that there's others there's something bigger than that that's why we want to go back to mars i would say they're they they want to find out what's probably in those buildings in there i would that's what i would want to know yeah exactly and uh is is that really what's happening i think uh uh, well, uh, time will tell. Uh, hopefully, fortunately, uh, we're maybe we're young enough where in our lifetime some of this stuff starts coming out. But it seems like they're fighting tooth and nail. They just don't want it to be. Kind of like I said, it's like an attack on the power structure, right? If there's belief in extraterrestrial life, 
in any any way, even microbial, then right the the power structure of humans are the pinnacle of whatever falls to the wayside and people start not looking up to oh i don't know people like bill gates for instance right who by the way is also still not a doctor let me remind everybody but uh yeah i think i think that's what it's like it's that's where we're at it's like nobody wants to break down that paradigm of of uh power right that's really what this is all about as always just like oil money power the whole bit right mars on oil which or oil on mars would change everything wouldn't it (laughs) wouldn't it Oh shit! <laughs> it's a funny thought. You got to admit, it's a funny thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt said in the chat, "If uh, if they if they strike strike oil on Mars, it will become the fifty first state of America." <laughs> uh, too funny. Yeah, it, I don't know if you ran it across it, if if he's even said where he wants to land. Yeah, uh, Elon Elon Musk. I don't think so. No, so I did hear, I saw an article today, they were talking about the moon, actually, and creating a base on the moon, and if uh, China and the United States both pick the same spot, because there's not a lot of really perfect, great spots on the moon to build a base, that we might have a problem, right? So it's basically whoever gets there first, because there's no way to, you know, divvy out these spaces. So maybe maybe Mars is the same way. I don't know, but yeah, I don't think he's, uh, they, they probably haven't started that process yet i think probably the rocket ships are first in order again back to the saturn fives of what, 19 <laughs> 1960 uh, it doesn't make sense does it <laughs> it just yeah, doesn't make any actually, sense actually he just assembled the that big ass rocket and he you know he put the before you know they just had they were testing the the engines without the top but they he put the top on the capsule on it and that thing's massive man yeah i saw it i saw the picture yeah. yeah, that's crazy looking, man. I, you know, good luck to him. I just, that's what I, because I, he says he wants to go there. He, you know, he plans on dying out there, you know, one way ticket. Everybody's going with him, the one way ticket. Me and Michelle always talked about we'd like to jump on that you know, for that civilization that they want to have. I think it's like a, like a spinning utopia on the, you know, around the atmosphere on the, you know, kind of like uh, the, the space station, but much bigger. But yeah, there we were even even looking at that as well, or on Gordia or something like that. I can't remember right now what they called it. Yeah, I think they're still doing uh, applications for that whole that whole thing too. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. Hopefully, hope, like I said, hopefully, like Daryl was describing, maybe in our lifetime we'll have the portal system. We don't have to deal with all the rockets. No thanks. <laughs> no thanks. Okay. I don't. Think- rockets anymore anyway that's just a, a show and tell type thing to see who can spend the most money and you know try to do it the old-fashioned way because he you know with elon musk i mean look what he already did you know in the short time he already had he already made look nasa look like idiots you know he's bringing back their rocket boosters and reusing the shit you know but nasa couldn't couldn't get that down over yeah. them uh years they spent and billions of dollars they spent and, right, and all those years on this the rocket technology, yeah, it, it, again, right, part of part of the upside down how things kind of don't make sense. How, why haven't we been back to the moon? So much there that's like, not only that, right? They're looking for a new spacesuit because they're saying the old spacesuits won't work. Like, wait, what? Like, like, why won't they? First, why won't they work? And second, how come we need new spacesuits when we we had that technology in the sixties? 
Come on, Wait, people. Come on. Lost all technology. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now we lost it all. Everything. We lost everything. We don't know how to get there. We don't know what we're doing. Which, again, call me a conspiracy theorist, fine, but doesn't that seem suspicious to you? <laughs> it's like we don't well, know the way. Ever. I mean, come on. You guys lost every reel. You lost everything. You lost everything. I mean, that thing was made out of almost uh, aluminum foil and, and part cardboard. And we went to the moon in that thing how many times? I mean, I, I don't know, man. And then they say that they lost everything. We lost it. I mean, it came out their own mouth. We lo- We don't have the technology to do it anymore. We lost it. Are you, I mean, that's like, that is the stupidest shit ever. It makes no sense. It, it makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. Yeah. It was stolen by the Russians, right? Because the Russians are behind everything. No, it's <laughs> it's dumb. It's dumb. It's a dumb thing. It's, it's, it's like, really? Uh, what are we going to do, man? I don't know. I don't know. We'll keep talking about it. We'll keep pointing out the inconsistencies of the world around us. And that's what we do. That's what we do. We got Jay behind you, man. You want to hang out or you, you, you got to bounce? I always know you, uh, you're, you're yeah, down for either. So you tell me. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, uh, I'm going to head out, man. Just, uh, you have a good night too. And, uh, welcome back, man. I'm glad you got some rest and uh, everybody needed that too as well. And, uh, Jay, have a good night, man. Appreciate it, Kelly. You're the best. We'll talk to you soon. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. We'll talk to you later, my man. That's Kelly in Colorado. Good night. Good night. There you go. There you go. Easy as that. If you guys want to be part of the show, we still have time for you. 702-957-1037. Phone number is up on the stream. And uh, we're taking your phone calls. Had some great phone calls tonight. That was Kelly. We got Jay. We're going to go to Jay in just a second. I saw him unmute himself. So we're, uh, if you haven't joined the Discord yet, please do. TroubledMinds.org. Click the Discord link. If you guys haven't heard, there's an um, exclusive podcast from Troubled Minds on the podcast feed. If you haven't heard that, I did my own top five of most uh, absolutely nutters UFO encounters ever. If you want my take on that, it's a little bit less than an hour long. And uh, Kind of a old school podcast style, not live, just kind of a let's talk about this and uh, see what's going on. So there we go. There we go. Good stuff. Uh, so 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. Great stuff from all the calls tonight. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for out there uh, listening, hanging out, and uh, for the amazing chat, the amazing calls. Let's go to Jay. Jay in New York. Welcome to the show, my friend. How are you tonight? Great stuff. Mike, it's a pleasure. And you, sir. Um, welcome back. Thank you, thank you. So I, I got the moment in time that Kelly blew my brain up today. Okay. He was talking about all that ancient stuff that he always talks about, and he posts in the Discord and everything else like that. And he talked about Nineveh. Nineveh is the town that I'm trying to get the job in right now, and it is like the creepiest, weirdest place that you've ever seen. I mean, it's, just, it's odd, you know, and all these inconsistencies that go on with everything that we talk about it is like hey wait a minute he's talking about Nineveh that's the town that I'm working on right now no you know, no it's just a little ho- oh, oh. no no it was Nineveh not Nibiru no but Ash you, taught me how to wait wait but you know it's not the same right Nineveh is oh. an ancient ancient right ancient Nineveh oh. yeah this is just some teeny tiny town nestled in the hills and upstate new york in the bottom of the mountains in the chesapeake bay watershed all right just making sure just just like, making sure it, no but i'm Iraq. just saying it's odd it's it, oh, it right is, yeah. but it's odd that it's the name of the same place that he was talking about and that's what i find 
the guy dying a couple of days in between the, hey, wait a minute, he was right. There really are microbes up there. You know, it just, the inconsistencies and the similarities at the same time, you know, that's the kind of thing that I try to stay alert about, you know. It's just, I find it odd, you know, the energy of a place, you know. Why did they call New York? It was New Amsterdam when they moved here, but now it's New York. You know, just right. what, crazy. Named after York, New York City. I think it was up in Canada. That could be wrong there. You might be right. I'm not from here, so my you know high school history and state history is bad because I'm really from Ohio. Okay, I'm probably I'm probably you know I'm probably wrong. I don't know. That's just what I thought. You you might very well be right. No, it does sound close because you know I've got a high school graduate kid and stuff like that, and I you know look over their shoulders and read their homework before they turn it in. You know, nice. You might be close. You know, yeah, it's okay. If not right, you know, it's okay. Details. I I don't Details. know. Yeah, exactly. That aren't important to the it, conversation. Exactly. But I don't know, Mike. I mean, I really think that we might be on the verge of we get to see it. And that's what's so cool. You know, all the stuff is going on right now with everything. But obviously, we can't deny it anymore. Neither can the powers to be denied anymore that there's stuff they're hiding that they can't anymore because the internet is too big and no matter how much you censor us or whatever it makes us talk more you know the stuff with the cryptocurrencies and the money and the the money the money the money the money the money elon musk that's amazing what that dude has done with basically nothing compared to the budget of nasa yeah, it's it seems that again, like uh, like Tinfoil Timothy, uh, he listens from time to time. Still, he he was pointing out that like, why why are rockets new? We were doing this in like the fifties. Like this is not this is like Nazi technology still, right? It's so bizarre that we're like, we still haven't passed like like just a standard ass rocket. I mean, you're right, you're you're correct that he's done it on his own. He's using his own right. Like he's taking the next step that they should have been doing in like the sixties instead of like you know. Well, never. Fifties, <laughs> yeah, probably fifties. Yeah. I mean, we're stealing this stuff off of the Germans to not use the keywords, right? Back in the forties, when hey, we whooped your ass. You got two options here. <laughs> right, exactly. You're going to see the Russians, or you're coming in with us, right? Who are you going to give the info to? Exactly. You know, so you figure by like 1955, 1956, they should have been onto something pretty damn decent. You would hope so. Well, I mean, then you add the CERN collider in there and all that stuff that, you know, <laughs> who's the collective really, you know, we're, we're not going anywhere, man. You're not going anywhere by a rocket. You know, Daryl was right. You're not. You can't. It's just, it's physically. You're talking about generations of people to get there by rocket. Yeah. You know, we all decide that we're going to hop on a rocket and we're going to go to Alpha Centauri to check.
check out the lights on the top of the radio tower that's broadcasting on the Fringe FM from here. Yeah, well. To make sure that they're firing right. Well, it's going to be like my great-grandkids times 10 to the 23rd that are actually climbing the tower and changing the light bulb because it's so far away. That's probably way off. Actually, it's probably like, you know, what, a couple hundred years. But yeah, who knows? if you can achieve the speed of light, if. Yeah, exactly. And not kill everybody on board. Yeah. You know, I mean. Well, not only that, not only that, like rock, rockets aren't for us, like like Daryl was saying, because we're not rich. So, right? Like that, that what was the, the Virgin Galactic guy selling a seat on his, to barely get into space for what, like 300 grand? He missed it by like a, yeah, grand? he missed it. He missed it. He didn't make it. No. They changed the definition of it. Exactly. <laughs> That's not actual space. It's almost space. He's almost an astronaut. They changed yeah. it. They changed it for him and no, they changed it for Bezos, didn't they? Changed the definition of astronaut. Yeah. Yeah. So the Red Bull guy that jumped out with a parachute from the weather balloon is also an astronaut. Wouldn't that make him an astronaut too, if that's all the hire that Jeff Bezos got? I would think so. And he did it with a parachute. I would think so. <laughs> and a balloon, right? Parachuting a balloon. <laughs> he went up with a weather balloon and a little like, tin hat, you know, with oxygen in it and stuff like that. He filled up his tanks and he jumped out the door. You know, there's another guy that did it back in like the 40s, 50s or something like that that was actually talking to him about his breathing on the way down because of the changes that were going through his body. My dad and I watched it live over the... Well, we watched the thing live, but we weren't together. We were on the telephone talking about it on the way down. He remembered the guy that did it in the 50s or 60s. You know, they, they, they've been doing those kind of experiments forever. And it just proves that that costs way too much money. You know, if you want to go someplace really far away, you're not... You're Einstein and it, Tesla generating a whole kind of bunch of energy and you're bending it and twisting it around to get to where you want to go without the petrol. Exactly. You know? Exactly. I had to go get the, the little monster. She's over here making noise. Little Luna. Luna. Little Luna puppy. But yeah, no. So, hey, so, Luna. so what do you think about life on Mars then? Do you think, do you think it's as real? Do you think this is a, what are we playing patty cake with here? Like why the back and forth? Why the, why the BS? What's actually happening here? I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, there was, you know, bugs and, you know, little critters and Luna-sized running around up there. You know, people, you know, I think, you know, back in the chat where everyone was talking about, you know, this has been going on forever. The elites left there to come here and now the elites are leaving here to go back there because they know something better than all we do. I don't think life has gone there, you know, obviously, because, you know, 1976, some guy proved it. But, you know, microbiology, I don't know how much I really consider that life, you know, because it is. We've found it on asteroids that have actually made it through the atmosphere and landed and all that. 
So yeah, there's definitely life there, but it depends on your definition of life. I would suppose, you know, yeah, I've, some guy sitting up there with a laptop calling you every Wednesday night. I don't know. Is that life? <laughs> or do you say that's not life? <laughs> I'm just saying if he's up there, he's the only one. Right, right. I you know what you. I mean? He right. gets stuck. The, the ship ran out of gas. You guys said, okay, look, right. you're a dork, man. Get out of here. Right. You know, kicked him off under the sand. You know, start digging. Because obviously, if you're going to Mars, the first thing you're going to do when you get there is you're going to be digging like an MF. Because the radiation up there is going to sandstorms and all of that. That's going to crush you. You know, you're, you're going to have to be seriously prepared to live inside for a lot longer than we have now. You know, you, you're going to have to be ready for it because only the best of the best of the best are going outside and they don't want to because nobody wants to go out there. You know, same way with the moon. You're not living on the surface of the moon, you know? You're not going to the park and throwing the dog a ball or frisbee or whatever. That's not going to happen. It's just, it's not. Because we can't live there. You know, maybe we can underground. Maybe we can in our little pods or cities or whatever that we build up. But in order for it to be inhabitable, a planet wide like it is now, that's going to take, what did someone say in the chat? Four hundred thousand years or something. Yeah, the return of new. Yeah, mm -hmm. the return of new Biru. Biru, Tiamat, mm -hmm. that whole bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go put her down so she can go outside real quick. So uh, give me, give me thirty seconds, Jay. I'll be right back. No, that's cool. You know, hit Thank it. You. Say some stuff about uh, about uh, your uh, Nineveh. I want to hear about that. I'll be right back. Uh, it's just a little town, and the thing that made me really think about it when Kelly was talking about it is I was just looking at how weird it was up there. It's it's drug based. There's a, there's it's a old town with no businesses left in it and anything else like that anymore. And there's a, there's a lot of drugs up there, but I remember a time when I was a bartender and someone said, Hey, you're alert. The world needs more alerts. Pay attention to what's going on around you with everything, you know, the wind and the leaves on the trees and all of it. I mean, we're so smart with the things that we don't even know that we know. And it, I don't want anyone to miss that. I really don't because you have that feeling, you have that sense, you have that sight that we're so misconstrued right now with all of what we're doing on the internet and everything else like that. I think a lot of things get missed with us because we don't spend the time to look up and actually see what's in are the so-and-so people about the airplanes and their pollution in the skies right? Maybe, because I look up and I see it. You know, do we see the stars? Do you see the things floating around in the sky? 
yes, I see it because I look up, try to have a hopeful outlook on things and maybe things will be hopeful. I just, I'm so glad that you have made what you have made with the people that come in and call into your show from all over the place that come and talk to you about whatever topic is on hand. We want to have an intelligent conversation about whatever's going on and let's just think about it. Exactly. Mm. Why not? Right. Why the hell not? You know, life on Mars. Yeah. Hey, you know, you came out with the article from the guy in the beginning there, you know, yeah, we we talked about Gilbert it. Levin. Gilbert Levin, that's the guy. Yep. You know, I mean, he. That is life, technically, and it's there, you know, technically. But if that's there, what else can it support? You know. Exactly right. Exactly right. Hey, quick shout out to some friends out there. What's up, Penny Bunny? Everybody follow the Curious Bunny on YouTube, please. Uh, also, what's up, James Salcedo? We got uh, Salcedo Paranormal. Great podcast. He's going to be on this show on Thursday. We're going to talk about some ghost stories and some other stuff. And yeah, let's see. Who else? Who am I missing? Uh, also, an- another quick announcement. Uh, Ash has uh, bowed out for the time being. He's busy. Uh, he's been a busy guy, and so he's having a hard time making it. So... Uh, we're not going to have Ash on Wednesday. This Wednesday, we're going to have the Night Stalker in his stead. So uh, if you guys like the uh, Night Stalker, he blows your brain. Well, Derek from Massachusetts has said he wants to be on the show Wednesday, and we're going to do it. So we got a couple fantastic guests out there from the audience. They're out there right now. And uh, uh, shout out to those guys. Uh, if you guys have a uh, social media you want me to plug or link or any of the rest of that, uh, let me know. Let me know. I'd be, I would be happy to. Like I said, this is not uh, one of those, you know, let's, uh, let's, uh, you know, uh, you know, we have some reach. I'm okay if we share it. I'm okay to let you guys know that, uh, hey, it's, it's okay. You contribute to the show. You guys are friends of the show. Let's get your, uh, let's get your social media out there. Let's, uh, let's share the love. We can, we can all succeed. This is not a competition. We can all be great at what we do and get information out. So just just to let you guys know, it's okay. That stuff is okay. Uh, and yeah, there we go. So uh, and also, by the way, speaking of that, Tam Bam, could you drop me your Instagram again? I redid this stuff and I it saved me save me a link if you can drop that for me. I'll add you back to the list there. Uh, so there you go. If you guys uh, again, I have Robert's book li- linked up. If you guys uh, again, like I said, if you guys contribute to the show and have stuff that you want to plug, uh, it's a community here, and so we're not. I, I believe we can all succeed together by uh, helping each other out. So there we go. There we go. All right. So uh, there you go. There's the cutoff. Go ahead, Jay. Sorry. Back to you, my friend. Right. Go right ahead. No, I just I, I 100% agree with you. I mean, it's that's what's great about uh, this is going to seem like a shameless plug for the Discord. You know, you took a week off there and everybody was filling the Discord up with great content all over the place, you know. We're having an awesome conversation about, and we're not jerks. That's one of the coolest things about it. You sit here and you watch the show for three hours and you don't see any jerks, you know? I mean, nobody really wants to hate on anybody or anything else like that. We're having an open-ended conversation about something obviously none of us know nothing about. Because if we did, we wouldn't be allowed to talk about it. 
<laughs> or we'd be on Mars already. <laughs> That's for sure. That's right. for sure. Hopefully not shooting bugs, but you know, it's, I mean, no, there you go. I don't know. You know, where do you, I mean, what's really there? I mean, if you're on the ship to Mars, wouldn't you really like to know, is there a tree, 10 trees, 20 trees, a hundred trees? Is there some kind of animal out there? Are there animals that are going to eat me? Are there bugs that are going to eat me? Is Ash going to come out of his cave and eat us all? You know, I mean, it just you look at things like that. I mean, how do you know that? You know, you look at the Stargate show that was on the Sci-Fi Network or whatever it was on there for a while. You know, they sent a robot through there first. Ah, it looks kind of good. Go ahead, send the guys with guns. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Uh, you know. Shout out to Ash too. Ash shows up with it, right? Right, like a, he he must have had his tail itching or something because he knew we were talking about him. So he shows up in the chat. So like I said, uh, Ash is going to be around, so he'll pop in from time to time. But he's just not going to be regularly on Wednesdays. So as you know, Ash, you're welcome. Whenever, buddy, just jump in. You're you know you know how to find us. Uh, yes, and I did forget about the community post because well, I forget about a lot of things because I'm juggling a lot of things. <laughs> All right. All right. Mars. Monday, Troubled Minds is back, and uh, how are you feeling, Jay? How's everything? Fantastic. I mean, life is good. It really is. You know, life is always good, Mike. You know, it's what you, you make your day what you want your day to be. I hope things are great with you. Your week off went well. Well you enough, know. man. I got some naps. I got some naps. Good. Boy, I tell you. Prayers for the family and all. Thank you. You too. You as well. You as well. All right. Let's, so let's, let's wrap this sucker up, man. So I'm pretty sure that you have a quote for us. Am I right? But of course, you're welcome. I do. if you have anything else to say, uh, we got time for you. So if you're welcome, you're welcome to say that. If you have anything. This will probably take a minute. Because um, this was somebody that somebody sent me on the Discord. Um, we're living in a physical illusion. Created from the spoken thought. Your physical body is a temple housing our energy. Life is energy. Energy, when observed, changes its behavior because energy is conscious. Energy can either be destroyed or created. Energy is internal. Every soul is energy taking the same journey. But each soul has evolved at a different level. And that's our world-famous crypto guy, Dark and Devious. <laughs> Dark he sent that to me and i was like man dude that's awesome can i use that good stuff you know, i mean it's just i mean it's just we're bringing up things that nobody talks about and it's i want to say that i'm worried that we're getting washed into our whatever we're thinking about, whether it be the aliens or the this or the that or the other thing or the crypto or the whatever it is that we're getting consumed by things. That's why the shameless plug for the Discord is there, that it's information across all levels. It's not just one particular topic. And yeah, yeah. it's important yeah, it's important. I mean, so basically, the 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 uh, the Discord is no shameless plug. It's free. It's not you know we're not selling anything. 
Like, come say hi. I'm not making any money from Discord. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like that. I mean, that's the thing. It's that, so it's free. Come in, come in and say hi and come come meet all these smart people that call in. Most of the folks that call into this show are already on the Discord, just so you know. So if you like more of this stuff, uh, more of this conversation, it goes both ways here and also the Fringe Discord. A lot of those same people are over there as well. So. There we go. There we go. So good stuff, man. Uh, picked a quote from Dark Devious. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, we'll do. We'll do a. Uh, I'll get with Penny. We'll do a Penny stream as well coming up in one of these one of these days. Let me know, Penny, how you're feeling and the rest of this stuff. There you go. There you go. Night Stalker Wednesday. That's up to him. That's up to him. I don't want to twist his arm and, and make him, but uh, yeah, it's up to him. So so okay. That's the deal. We're a uh, fantastic quote, Jay. Uh, good to be back guys. Thanks. Thanks for missing me. Like I said, uh, we, I had people li- literally leaving me voicemails and, uh, like, Mike, where you at? Uh, talking to you, Jack. And, uh, you know, people, uh, people stalking me on the discord and trying to find out what the hell's going on. And, uh, like I said, it's good to be loved. It's, uh, it's one of those things where I, I can't complain. Life is good. And, um, we have, you know, there's always problems. We have our own problems and, that's what it is. We keep we keep punching, we keep plugging, we keep doing our thing, and keep trying to talk about all the amazing stuff. And that's what we're going to keep doing. So you guys know the drill. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Troubled Minds. We're going to keep doing it. And, uh, yeah, there it is. Thank you. Uh, See, so yeah, I feel the love. I feel the love. You want to do CERN? There you go. Penny Bunny wants to talk about CERN. There it is. All right, let me know. We'll set it up. We'll set it up. Wednesday, we got Night Stalker. Thursday, we have James from uh, Salcedo Paranormal. And, uh, yeah, so we're booking up. Again, right, like I said, I want to do us. I want to make sure I, like, I, we can reach out and find people that do other podcasts and probably grow faster that way. I think it's more important to get takes from inside the community, people here that listen, that are part of this every day, and that's that means you guys, so... Like I always said, if you want to be part of the show, you want to be on the show as a co-host for an evening, contact me. We'll get you in. We can talk about whatever you want to talk about. And uh, as long as it's not too provocative for YouTube type of stuff, we don't want to get banned. But there we go. Jay, any wisdom for the crowd? Love everybody. Do your best to do something good every day. Like a Boy Scout. Do Do a good turn daily. For no reason whatsoever. There you go. For no damn good reason, go do something nice for somebody. Because the world needs more of that. And yeah, thank you. Fantastic wisdom from Jay. And uh, the good news is we're back. The bad news is we're done. But the more good news is, God willing, we've got tomorrow. So we'll be back tomorrow doing more of this, more of the... uh, weird and strange and who knows what the hell I haven't decided what tomorrow is and we'll see and uh, we're going to keep doing it we'll keep talking about it we're going to keep punching you guys hang in there I know it's uh, life is not an easy road but uh, we take it day by day and thanks again for all the great support thanks for missing me I missed you guys too thank you for all the amazing chat all the amazing calls thank you Jay for the amazing quotes in the outro you got it you got it let's get the hell out of here is it time to howl? I don't always woo, but when I do, <laughs> there it is. Woo! <laughs> All right, there you go. There you go. That's a new one. That's a new one. I'll howl as well. All right. Ow! You guys are the best. Thank you. We'll see you tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Pacific. And uh, if you haven't, if you want more Troubled Minds and you haven't watched it yet, go check out that exclusive podcast on the podcast feed. My top five UFO uh, actual 
happenings, instances, weird stuff ever. A top five list. And uh, check it out. Let me know what you think. And if you want more of that, we can do more of that as well. But yeah. Oh, there you go. Ralph, Ralph says, remember, time is time in time as long as you have time. And God willing, tomorrow we have more of that. Thank you for listening, guys. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night. Good night. Thanks, Jay. <laughs> you too, man. It shoot the breeze. It shoot the breeze. <laughs> we'll be in shoot the breeze for a minute, guys. If you want to jump in the Discord and come hang out, we're going to be hanging out there after the show. See you there. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.